What's going on, guys? Support for today's program is brought to you by Manscaped, the Lawnmower 4.0 and Ultra Smooth Package, and they really nailed it this time. So I was using a different trimmer a little while ago, and there was always one area I would get caught up on and pulling on the hair and bleeding and everything, and it was driving me crazy. I could always have to, like, baby my way around it. But a couple months ago, I started using the Lawnmower 4.0. I've had no issues. I breeze right through that area. And there's no more cuts, no more nicks, no more bruises. So everything's going really good. Guys, as bodybuilders, we're hairy as hell. And we always got to keep everything in check. And the least you can do is keep your junk in check for the misses. So listen, go to manscaped.com and use code RBP or go to manscaped.com backslash RBP and get the 20% off plus free shipping. Guys, the performance package 4.0 from Manscaped has taken off across the globe not only in the U.S., also in Canada, the U.K., Australia, and many other countries. Inside the package, you'll get the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Trimmer. You guys know you got to keep your ears and nose clean. You'll also get the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Toner, Manscaped Boxer Briefs, and the Travel Bag, which I love. I think it's leather. It feels actually really good, and it's pretty big, so you can fit all your stuff in there. So listen, guys, go to manscaped.com, use code RBP, get 20% off, plus free shipping, or go to manscaped.com backslash RBP and get the 20% off plus free shipping. Enjoy it. I know it's going to help you guys out. It helps me. Thanks for watching guys. Roman, just tell them to go fuck. Tell them to go fuck themselves. Wait, 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 wait! I gotta, I gotta jump off and then come back on. So everybody, no, no, you're, you're here on everybody time. Everybody knows today. I was late because I was late. <laughs> you're not late. You're on time. I was, today. I was technically late to the coming on party. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How's everybody? Good. How you doing? I'm good. Ian, you're fucking two weeks out now. Under two weeks. Yeah, like a week and a half. Yeah. How are you? I, I know everybody probably asked you this, and everybody I know I used to hate when people ask me this question too, but I have to ask anyway. Are you excited, nervous? Is there any, are you just like doing your work every day? Like it's just a daily thing. Um, I'm definitely not nervous. It's probably the least nervous I've ever felt going into a show. Uh, I, I feel no nerves or like, you know, antsiness like that at all. It's like a very calm vibe for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm excited. That, huh? you, think, you think that has to do with the people around you? Like where you're situated right now and everything? No, I think it's, I think I know where I'm at and I think I know that I'm going to be good and I'm just excited and not nervous that I like, there's no fear in my mind that I'm not going to be my best. And I, I, that's really all I can do. Right. So it's like, I don't have any feelings of like, oh, I should have done this or, oh, I want to be a little better. Oh, I'm just like, this is as good as it gets for me. I'd be very excited to show it. And that's kind of the end of it. Yeah. Are you taking anything mentally? Like mental, mental supplements? Uh, well, like what? Medications? Well, I've taken an SSRI for a long time, yeah. When did you start it? Like, not anytime recently. Oh, okay. Nice. An SSRI? Yeah. What's that? This guy's the best. A what? Go Google it. <laughs> All right. Let's Google just so we get the exact exact uh definition guy you know you okay we're talking about this of course 
Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors is what it stands for, a widely used type of antidepressant. They're mainly prescribed to treat depression, particularly persistent and severe cases, and often used in combination with, with a talking therapy, such as a cognitive behavioral, th behavioral therapy. But I know they're also used in cases of anxiety and yes. panic, panic attacks. And things oh, like that okay. too. So it's not just. Uh, so is like Xanax considered that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Xanax is, but like Zoloft, no. Paxil, yeah, Zimbalta, like all those kind of stuff. Like oh, a, a, doctor no. a doctor prescribed me uh, Zimbalta, I think, a long time ago, but I never, I never filled the prescription. But I probably should have, looking back at it, because it, it does help. I know a lot of people who Ch changed my life, man. Not even joking. How do you? How would you? Can you? If you don't mind talking about it, can you tell people? Yeah, how it I mean, I find life? the biggest thing for me is like I'm someone that like ruminates on small things and like lets them spiral into like really bad thoughts that then end up causing like extreme panic and anxiety to the point that I'll just like shut down and do nothing, you know? Yeah. So for me, I find I've just been able to like one control thoughts and like, you know, analyze them and move past them much more quickly and much more decisively. And I don't like <clears throat> sit there and ruminate on them. Like, so say in the past, you overanalyze, um, say, say we would do a podcast. Okay. Yeah. I would sit after the podcast and I'd be like, fuck should i've said this oh should, i shouldn't have said this oh maybe i said this shit like you know i really you know and i sit there and i think and i look through the comments and you know and i fucking you know just ruminate and ruminate on these little things like this or you know i'd meet someone new and i'd shake their hand introduce myself i'm like fuck did i sound stupid like should i have said that you know like yeah. i take these little things or you know anything like this and i'll just like go and go and go and spiral down like until just an infinite you know level of that um which now i'm i can control okay kid. I just want to interrupt for a second because it's an important conversation because invariably every time I talk about anxiety or depression or anything like this on the podcast, I get like hundreds of fucking DMs afterwards thanking me for being open about it. So because we're talking about it, Guy, okay, so first I want to say that that's exactly how I am, Ian, because Guy knows because I pretty much text him after every podcast and I'm like, should, should I should I delete this? Should I delete that? Did it? Yeah. So, so, so I, first I just want to admit that I'm already, but people already know I've dealt with anxiety for a long time. But I want to ask, isn't that kind of how everybody is, but to varying degrees, like guy, are you, or Roman, do you guys have those thoughts afterwards? Or are you just like, once the podcast is over, you just walk away and don't give a fuck. I have those thoughts or about the, are you talking about specifically about the podcast? Not just about the podcast, <laughs> not just about the podcast, but like when you meet somebody and like, if you oh. said the right thing or like those type of like, like things no. he was talking about, you don't have, you're just like, you fucking, it's just like, I shake somebody's hand, they walk away and I'm like, and you move on to the next thing. <laughs> Thank Which you I think again. is what is normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's Roman. Do you have any of those but, kind of things? But hold on. But my issue is before I, when I'm, when I'm trying to sleep, I, this doesn't shut down for me. Oh, sure. Okay. okay yeah. But that's a, separate, that's a separate issue. Let's not, let's. No, because that's, on, that's a form of anxiety. I, I was told. Well, it could be, but I just want to focus on the, like while you're doing your daily activities, because it's a little different because when you're sleep, when you're trying to go to sleep, if you have anxious thoughts or whatever, you're by yourself. So it's different to be able to control it. Do you're asking about social anxiety. I'm asking more about daily activities because it's okay. different. Yeah. And, and for things. me, what it'll be like, it'll be things where I like contemplate the future and in like super negative ways to the point where I can't like do day-to-day -day things, you know, like I could have $10 million in the bank and I'd be like, shit but i gotta buy this tomorrow and i gotta do this next week and then oh what if this happens what if my what if my sponsor drops me what if i yeah. hurt my bicep training and then i can't compete for a year and what if you know and then i'll like spiral and spiral until i like won't do anything you know yeah roman you deal with roman you probably you're like you fucking you probably forget shit the minute after it happens i will break you 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> Roman's like, what the, Roman's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> I I used to I used to be a little bit like that, but when when I was younger, and it not not that it has anything anything to do with age, but um, right, and I don't have that. For example, yeah. on the, the shit I talk about on this podcast, I mean, I'm I've I've been pretty open. Yeah, yeah. At, at times, I don't. You don't give a shit. See, and me and now, I'll, I'll never think about it. Like yeah. we do the podcast now, I can do it. I move on. I enjoy my day, and I find even if I say the most ridiculous things that I'm like, "Fuck, I really shouldn't have said that," I won't think twice about it. Yeah, you, you know. But, but I think it before does. this. Roman, I think it does have something to do with age because for me, for example, for me, for example, like I haven't taken any uh, SSRIs or any antidepressants or anti-anxiety pills, whatever you want to call them. And a 20 year old who had 30 year old who had and 40 year old who had are all very different, very different because I think part of anxiety is learning to deal with who you are as a person. Yeah. So I think once you can accept who you are as a person, your anxiety gets a little bit better because you're not so unsure of yourself all the time. Yeah. So like 20 year old who had is way more unsure of himself than 40 year old who had. So it's like, yeah. I think age does have something to do with it. Uh, that's funny because then I'm like right in the middle because 20 year old Roman. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> then yeah. Mid twenties. I was pretty uh, shaky with myself. You Actually, I mean? that's like, true. You know what? You're right. I was like yeah. 20, 20 year old who had was too, too young and stupid to too naive. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 25 is where it kind of like started. Yeah. yeah. And not, and right now, like last you're a married years, saint. 30. I'm like, yeah, nothing ever, nothing ever bothers me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know when I do get anxiety, which is weird. Uh, a lot of times before the gym. That's a different kind of anxiety. That's the thing. So that's performance like, anxiety. That's it. Sometimes I'm like in my kitchen, get ready for the gym. And I'm like, God, my fucking heart is flying. And it's yeah, not going to work out. That's performance. Nah. It's, it's not, yeah. it's different. Yeah. That's actually a good thing. I kind of like that feeling. Yeah. I kind of yeah. like that. It's almost like a nervous. Uh, it does. I get like, like, yeah. yeah. But sometimes I, I don't like that. My heart races. As it does no, the, 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 the scary thing about anxiety is the uncertainty. Having anxiety before the gym and the performance anxiety is there's nothing uncertain about it. You're like, okay, this workout's going to kill. And you're a little bit nervous and excited, but you're not, un you know, what's going to happen. Like there were <laughs> well, where mine got like to the point where I was like, and this is obviously getting a little dark on this, but obviously I'm sure people, there's other people that have felt this. And you know, if you have, maybe it's a good thing you're hearing this. Like when I would go down those roads of like small little things and I would then spiral down the road, I would then eventually get into the place where if I'm like worrying about it so much, I'm like, maybe it's just easier for me to not be around, you know, like maybe it would just be easier if I was just dead, you know, or like these kind of things I'd start to be thinking like, Oh, like I can't, you know, what if I do this and I do this and then, Oh, I pull, you know, Melissa is into this and you know, if I blah, 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 and I, I do this and then she can't do this, maybe it's just better if I'm not here, you know? So then I would just like, it would go down, 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 down. Until I know it was you like, mean, I know you mean, I had that. I had that when I was in the, when I was in the hospital after the second hip surgery. Yeah. You know, I had a balcony that was open yeah. on a, yeah. a pr pretty high floor and I could walk so I could wait, make my way to the balcony. Right. Yeah. And um, all this shit happening and me thinking my, my, my career is over. My girlfriend now has, has a, or my, my girlfriend at the time now has to take care of a cripple. Yeah. And um it's probably not gonna work anymore. I, I I can't do like, I mean, like I can't even fuck 
you know what I mean? Like I yeah. can't even, I can't, can't be a man. I can't do nothing. I can't make money. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I was, I was standing out on the balcony, looking out, looking, looking down there and, think, and I had the exact same thoughts. I was like, man, maybe it's better if I'm not around anymore to not, you know, I bet, I bother didn't know. anyone. Well, see, and where it got bad is when it would be like, I would have those thoughts, but it would be over completely inconsequential things. You know, like obviously when something, you know, pinnacle happens in your life like that, you know, it's not normal to have those thoughts per se. Like it's obviously you don't want, that's not how your brain should process to go down that dark road. But when it's happening, like, you know, like the smallest shit, like the, I can't even think of an example, but you know, it's something so small, like getting a fucking flat tire and you would go down that road thing. Like because that, it doesn't, know? because it doesn't stay small. That's the problem is it, so I've been where you were and it doesn't stay small. It's like the flat tire no. turns, in, turns into, you start playing the story in your fucking head and the yep. flat tire turns into the end of the fucking world end of the world like yeah. oh my god i have a flat tire gonna get the flicks the tire fixed oh i can't do this and i can't do that and then oh blah 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 and then what if i can't do this and then you know i can't afford to do this no and then i'm not gonna be able to get here and i'm not you know it's like you just spiral 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 until you're like maybe this is just better without any of this you know yeah I've adopted i think we, the, I think uh, we all have done that at some point but i think of course the people, like the people that do it consistently is where the problem is well the thing is Over it's everything. Like, when you say all of us do it it's the same thing as anxiety i think everybody has a uh, some Absolutely. sort of anxiety somewhere but it's the varying degrees right yeah well everybody may think the things like ian was talking about or roman was talking about but how often and how strong and yeah. how and how much and, you and your ability to control and measure it you know yeah yeah I, or that's I think, where i would get that i would get into the point where i just like couldn't i couldn't even function period you know like i would be in such funks that like i couldn't do anything you know so when i got into those states i adopted a a thing i would just tell myself i'm like tomorrow's another day yeah i would literally just tell myself tomorrow is another day i'm like just get through the rest of today yeah and tomorrow is something new that you can focus on mm -hmm. and it would actually help me just kind of get out of that funk yeah because otherwise you just stay there and you stay in yeah. that fucking and you're like my life is over everything's going to be fucking horrible if i if i just told myself tomorrow is another day i would give myself a chance to just okay i'm going to get through the rest of fucking today however bad it is. And tomorrow I can refocus and reset. And yeah. that's how, that's how I got through a lot of that shit. But um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's tough. I was going to, it's funny. I was leading somewhere with it, but so me and Paul were talking, I posted a photo from 2014, a couple of days ago on my, on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I said to Paul, we were looking at it. And I said to him, I said, if I had only known how good I looked, I probably would have been, would have been a better bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. And I think of like you talking about, how different you were before you took your SSRI. And I wonder, had I taken one, would I have been a better bodybuilder? Because Paul says to me, I think you were better because you didn't know how you looked. And I'm like, I think I disagree. Like, yeah. That's what I think. Cause I'm like, if I had known how good I looked, I would have been more consistent and more confident 100%. in my mental. Cause a lot of the reasons why I wasn't consistent at shows were you were mental, not physical. 100%. Uh, like I had the drive to do the work. I didn't cheat on my diet and that shit. It was more mental. My mind would fuck with me before shows. So I told him, I said, had I known I looked like this, I wouldn't have fucking, I would have focused more. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what the, the point I'm trying to get to is. I think what I'm trying to say is like, maybe it's better to look into those things if you need them instead of trying well, to avoid I mean, them. To put this into, to put that into an extremely measurable context, I started taking the first SSR, or this, this specific SSRI, Ciprolex, 
um, after a little bit after New York Pro last year. And then look at how my demeanor's changed since then, that's how I, I would, deal with, but that's why with how I deal you. with people online, how I deal with adversity, how my bodybuilding trajectory has changed dramatically since August of last year, you know? But that's what um, I was you know, getting my ability at. to even come and do the things like I've been doing, like YouTube and talking to the camera and like, you know, all these things that I now enjoy doing where before to me were like stressful and anxiety ridden, you know? Are you able going to be ever to do Is that like something you take forever? Do you finally wean off and don't take it? Uh, I don't know. I, I probably should I, take I, I something. Honestly, I, I actually don't know the answer to that. I mean, as of now, it's not I something think I, I, can. Huh? I think I can. I think I can touch I don't know nothing about it. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. I, I, well, if you have anxiety, like this is the other thing too for people watching this podcast because most of the people watching this podcast are bodybuilders or want to be bodybuilders. Um, if you have anxiety, steroids are going to make it way worse. Absolutely. So, so it's yeah. like it's like anything else with steroids, right? Whatever your personality is, it's, it's just gonna, amplifies. It's going to amplify it. So if you have anxiety, your anxiety is going to become much worse. So uh, I imagine Ian, like post career, maybe in retirement maybe won't have to take them or maybe take less or whatever the, whatever the case may be. Or just with like simple talk therapy and like, you know, and, yeah. and day-to-day meditation kind of stuff. Yeah. I could probably get off it, you know, but, yeah. uh, but as of the time now, I don't feel I have the tools to cope with a lot of things that I endure in like my career effectively yet. You yeah. Know? And you may, and you may not, I know, I know guys who are in their fifties who still take, uh, yeah, and I mean, like, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to have people like Melissa and like someone who's like very, very, understanding of her emotions and her feelings and like things like this, that's good with helping me talk through and work through these things in like a very good, effective manner. But like that can only get you so far when your brain can't function in a certain way. You know, it's like, I can understand and, and and conceptualize what she's saying, but then when I put it into practice, my brain just like can't move forward with it. You know? Yeah. But it's very important to have that partner that understands. Cause like for me, like I've told you guys the stories of me and summer and having to leave a restaurant, having to leave a restaurant because I had anxiety attack. Yeah, it's it makes your life. So one of the main things about well, okay, anxiety. Can I, can I ask a question? Because sure. when you say anxiety attack, so, what, so a, on, because so this has happened twice to me. And it was actually last year, and I, I don't because I know when I said before the gym I get anxious, but twice once was in the gym, once was not. The first time it happened, I was in the gym and I was in, getting my shit out of my bag, and I remember I just stood up and I like just was like staring aimlessly, and my my training partner was like, "Yo, you're right." And I go, I don't know, man. I go, I feel really fucking weird. And he was like, you're right. I was like, I don't know. I go, it felt like I told him, I go, I feel like the only thing that's going to make me feel better is if I physically run through the brick wall in front of me. Like I couldn't, like I, 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 my heart was racing so fast and I couldn't calm down. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I couldn't like calm myself down. And I felt like literally putting my head down and running through the brick wall was the only thing that would make me okay. I remember I said that, I go, I feel like I I should run through the brick wall. Okay. First of all, I don't know what the fuck's going on. First, I just want to say I'm not an expert in this, so I don't want to sit here and diagnose. But no, I'm just saying, is that something? Yeah. What is that? What you feel? Because I, I mean, don't, that's somebody not, says I have an anxiety attack. I don't. That's this the is only what, relation to it. What I is what I. Is this that. is what I, this, this is what I feel. If I'm in a situation where I have an anxiety attack, I feel like the only thing that will make me feel better is to get out of that situation and be alone for five minutes, yes. ten minutes, ten minutes, half an hour, or into just a completely different situation altogether. So, like, if I'm at a restaurant, I feel like whatever. it's like, and it's it's in a extreme immediacy it's yeah. like i need to be out of here right now yeah. like it has to be now it can't yeah. be like two yeah. minutes while you pay the bill it's like i have to be out of here this this millisecond and what happens if it that doesn't happen it escalates it, it the yeah. panic builds the panic builds the panic builds Dude, for until me, it's like so so before i was comfortable enough to talk about it 
I would try and hide it. So I'm sitting with my brother at lunch one day, I think. I can't remember. I started having an anxiety attack. And he looked at me and he said to me, are you still here? Like he, It was almost like I was looking through him because I was in my own head, right? Yeah. And then I was trying to control it. And I just started sweating. Like I got really uncomfortable. I started sweating. I, I couldn't even hear what he was saying anymore. It was just like noise in my ear. Yeah. And uh, he's like, man, you're fucking, it looked like, he's like, you look like you're doing cardio. Like it was just dripping. Yeah. Right? Sweat. From so I finally snapped. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here, man. He's yeah. like, go, he's like, go outside. So I fucking, I got up and I fucking went outside and it wasn't until I literally walked outside the door that like this calm came over me and it took me like five or 10 minutes to completely go back to normal. But like, I had to get out of the fucking situation. I just mm-hmm. couldn't, I couldn't sit there anymore for whatever yeah. reason. I can't explain it. I don't know if it's because eyeballs are on me or whatever the fuck it is, but I just, it's a, it's a kind of feeling where you just have to get away from everything. And yeah. it got, it got to a point where in my life, wherever I went, I would find an exit or a cool place to sit before I walked. But when I, when I walked in the door of whatever place I was going to, I already, I place. Out. I already knew where I was going to go. If I had to get out of a fucking situation or whatever it was, right. It's really like the airplane weird. attendant. There's an exit here, 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 here. <laughs> There's an exit in the back of the front. Listen, man, it's it's not a fucking good feeling. Like, and I dealt with it for a long time. So, and you know, so I know what Ian's going through, and it, and that's why I asked you. I said, has it been a long time? Because I, and I, and it to me, that's not a long time, because I have noticed a difference from New York last year to this year. So, that's why I asked. So it's it's definitely made a big difference. But, um, anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, we've gone down a rabbit hole here. I just. uh, it was something I wanted to touch on real quick. Yeah. Okay. Um, in more in in lighter news, uh, did you, any of you watch the Bro, fights? You look like you're about to make a TikTok video. What are you doing? Look, who's the Jack chick behind you, Ian? Holy shit! Um... <laughs> <laughs> look at the shoulders and arms. Holy fuck! What's, going, what's right. going on? What's up? Oh, I... nothing. Just took a shower. You know. You what are we it? gonna do? When are we gonna do a real bodybuilding podcast? One on one. To talk about your career tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't tomorrow. But we, are you? We'll figure one out in the next couple of weeks. Let me know. All right. Cool. Um. What was I going to say? Yeah. Did you guys watch any of the fights? Which ones? The uh, old man fighting on Triller. I watched. Uh, I watched um, the UFC guy Anderson and, Silva and fight Tito Ortiz. I watched Anderson Silva and Ortiz, and I watched yeah. uh, Holyfield and Belfort and that those two. Belfort, yeah, yeah. that okay. was that, they were both quite hard to watch. So I didn't wa- I didn't want to pay the money to watch it because I'm like this is just like these people are all fucking old and like it was it was bad to watch. I mean yeah. Anderson Silva was okay. Yeah, he was the only yeah. one that seemed like he knew how to box the whole yeah. thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I mean, I guess the question. Or, um, go what's ahead. his name? What's his name again? I can't remember. Vitor Belfort. No, the other one. Tito Ortiz or Tito Ortiz. Ortiz. Yeah. He could not like no, he his boxing box. was <laughs> awful, man. Like, well, I mean, Anderson Silva is known as a striker, so boxing for him is like normal. Whereas Tito Ortiz was more of a ground and pound guy. So Yeah. And and Holyfield looked like he had the, the mechanics there, but the second he got hit, like you could tell he just yeah. he was older. He hadn't been hit by a young gun who could really throw a hard punch and it just yeah. like completely flustered him and he just went down, you know. I just wonder how long the fucking facade is going to continue. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. The whole thriller thing. It's just like, it's getting, isn't it going to get kind of fucking old? Like all these old guys are fighting and it's like, come on, really? 
Like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, as long as there's there's iconic names putting their names in a, in a bout, people are going to pay to watch it. They're going to yeah, want to see. They want to see a spectacle, whether it's them getting their ass kicked and embarrassing themselves or coming out there and fucking, you know, showing signs of of their old glory days. Either way, people want to see a spectacle like that. You know. Yeah, but that would be like me and Guy putting on a bodybuilding show. It'd just be me and him. It's like two old guys fucking posing down. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch that. I mean, it is, it is, but it isn't because you, have a, you would have at least a nice silver trophy to hang in your room. Because like <laughs> fighting is like fighting is different, you know, like something about fighting people will always be interested to see. And, and when people yeah. are out of their primes or out of their careers, it almost makes it more interesting for a lot of people. I just can't watch old guys. It's less out. predictable. Like, like watching yeah. T watching T door. It's like a pity mountain event. I can't, it's like, Oh, Tito was, it was so awkward to watch, man. And then same thing with our Evander. He just looked so slow and he he just, I don't know, man. It's like, you you remember these guys from their glory days and you're like, that's it. You, it's like, you want to be, is he going to be remembered for his glory days for this fight or both? He'll be remembered for his glory days. I still think he'll remember, but yeah. 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 But I'm saying, do you think people are going to also be like, yo, remember the time he fucking fought when he looked like shit and got his Some people will, but I don't think, I don't think for someone like Evander, this will really change his career. No, that might yeah, I agree with Ian on that. But I also wonder, there's kind of a shitty thing about it, too, where you're like, did Evander spend all his money, and that's why he's fighting like he's doing this now? And it kind of makes you feel bad for him. You know what I mean? Like, does he need to do this for the money kind of thing? I think some of these guys, these older guys, think they still have it, and they want to, like, throw their name in there and make some money as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. See, I was smart enough to know when I didn't have it. That's how I am. People are like, I mean, people... the thing is, too, like, <laughs> the thing is, too, for a boxing like, match like this, if they offer you $10 million, and even if you know you're going to get your ass kicked, it's like, eh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like, oh, I'm Evander Holyfield. I've had my ass kicked in my prime. I'm an old man now. Nobody expects much from me. Like, you know, if I make 10 mil, who fucking cares? Yeah. Oh, listen, I'm right there with you. I wouldn't turn down the 10 million whether I was. I was going to I was going to ask you that, guy. So let's say, like, Jim Manny calls you tomorrow. Let's say Jim Manning calls you in five years and you're yeah. like, he's like, I want you to fight Craig yeah. Titus. No, 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 no fight. <laughs> no, I want you to go on stage and compete again. And you're like, total shit. You haven't worked out in five years, but I'll pay you a million dollars. Would you do it? 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Sign yeah. me up. And who I got to compete against? Who I'd be at? Done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I should compete again just so I could beat you and shut you up. Who said I'm competing against you? You're going to compete if I compete. Just so I we can see. So, I, so I, I gotta do an open. Show. Let's both do Toronto. Let's both do Toronto, and we'll we'll, we'll solve this problem once and for all. How about we call yeah. you, man? I'll be, be like, I'll be thirteenth, and you'll be fourteenth, and we'll wait, just walk can away. We, from- can we have the retired Olympia. We should call Jim. Like, listen, <laughs> we do the re- not the Masters, the retired Olympia for all the guys that are retired and don't compete anymore. Seth Rossi. Seth Rossi will win. Seth Rossi will win the yeah, retired Olympia. He's too young. He doesn't count. Seth Seth is the best physique, best retired physique there is. He's I crazy. Right? I would agree. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, I Jeff, think, Jeff Long's been looking pretty good lately, too, though. But I think given two years or 18 months, Jay Cutler could look pretty good. I'm always I always wonder about that, eh? Because he still looks round and like he looks he pretty still good. Has hey, the big tell you hi. I, I was on the phone for an hour before you you we you started. Say, tell me hi. Yeah. Tell me so what's up. Or he still looks like he's got a big structure. He's, you know, he looks very healthy. His skin's nice. Like, you know, his skin doesn't look like, you know, saggy and old. Like, I think if he, you know, with very minimal performance enhancing drugs could look pretty decent, you know? We're actually talking, Ian, about the skin thing today. He was like, uh, because I was going over like what he does and like eats and takes, you know, now that he's like retired and shit. And he was like, the only thing is, bro, he's like, remember I'm 48. He was like, my skin ain't the same. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's like my at 48 years old. He's like the one thing that doesn't like he goes at changes that you can't fucking do anything. Oh, about. for he's sure. Like, but his, his for his age is still very good. Oh, dude. Can I tell you that's the only thing I don't like about getting older? I understand I, the cheeseburger. Tits. <laughs> <laughs> no, because because I understand, like, I know I'm going to shrink, but there's nothing you can do about the droopy skin around your nipple. You're like, fuck, yeah. I get, had cheeseburger tits and you see it on every retired bodybuilder they have that like that droopy. line will never get fucking old with me i'm cheeseburger every time i can say before you i'm cutting you off roman what are you eating what is that slop a big pile of rice and what rice pasta and some turkey yeah. exactly it's rice pasta and and fish since i can't eat meat anymore why yeah. can't you eat meat why <laughs> oh sorry about. yeah we, sorry talking about that wait a minute so what uh is there is there some like scientific thing behind the rice and the pasta? Or is it just like why do you more keep carbs. mixing? He told us. Yeah, but why don't, you just, why don't you just Remember put more podcast? Yeah, but why don't you just put more rice? I don't get it. It's it. it there's no sign signs behind this. No. Just uh, you just you good. like it. You like the mix and melange. Here's a wait, wait. I'm looking for a looking for how much a pasta, pasta don't you put in there if you're fucking scavenging for it? Yeah, what is there like two noodles in there? This is a green. He can't, yeah, because you can't see it, it's 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 trapped in the rice. You know what I mean? <laughs> see if I hold this up, it looks like rice, right? Yeah, it's hard to see on the camera. Yeah, but it's yeah. not. It's it's pasta. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, so what about uh the other? So Conor McGregor went after Machine Gun Kelly. Did you guys see this? I he saw that. Yeah. Is that. He threw a drink at him, right? So there's two yeah. stories. Two two stories. So the story. Ooh. Who? Machine, machine, machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, the rapper, dude. The <laughs> shitty rapper. Look how Roman said. And he's not even. Wait a second. That's a rapper? Yeah. Kind. Well, I wouldn't consider him I a thought rapper. It was, yes. I thought it was his nickname as a boxer because he has, has like fast fists. No. <laughs> That'd be a good name, though. What would you call him? He's not a rapper. What would you call him? Call I mean, a lot of his music is like kind of rock and stuff now. I don't even I listen just... to his fucking music, so I don't really know. Oh, him. Roman. I yeah, I don't know like what I consider him, but I just, he's, a, he's a music artist. Yeah. <laughs> a music artist. So anyway, so there's two stories, though. Is he I black? Think... Is he black? No, he's white. No, he's white. He's white. He's white. He's white. I'm going to show you who he is, Roman. He's dating He's dating Megan Fox. He's tatted up all over, blonde hair. Looks like a and he's probably skinny as fuck, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, now he's even more mad. He's like, he's skinny as fuck. <clears throat> All right. So this is Machine Gun Kelly. Really he's funny as shit, though. I like him. No, come on. He look looks at, like look, Billy Idol. Look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, he does there. Yeah. So apparently the story is that Connor went up to get a picture with him. He asked him for a photo and Machine Gun Kelly said no. And kind of bumped him a little bit, I guess, that maybe as he's turning around and he kind of spilled his drink. And then Connor freaked out. Shocker. But Connor's story is like, I don't even know who the fuck that guy is. I don't even know what he's talking about, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, why do you throw a drink on him? I don't, I don't know. But I'm just saying like Connor's statement was, I don't even know who that guy is. I don't even fucking, I only fight real fighters, blah, blah, blah. Ne never said anything about the previous stuff. But the other story is, Connor asked him for a photo and he said no. And I'm like, it kind of makes more sense because I'm like, why the fuck would you throw a drink at him and get pissed off? Yeah. I wonder why MGK said no as well. That's also what I wanted to do, right? Like, like, what's the beef there that he's like, fuck you, no, you know? But the crazy thing is, I don't know if I can't show the video because it'll like demonetize my video, but what happens if, oh. so he threw, when he threw his drink, 
at the guy. Connor slipped and then had to catch himself with his foot that he broke. Yeah. Remember he broke his ankle? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how long ago that was now. Four or five months. Yeah. Not even. I'm like, he could have fucking re-injured himself at this fucking just doing this dumb thing at a fucking on a red carpet. Yeah. So I was kind of like, I don't know, man. Is he, uh, is he falling off? Is this like the end of Connor? Cause he keeps losing fights and he's just like, now people are like, they don't want to take photos with him. Yes. All he should be doing is triller fights now. <laughs> seriously. No, seriously. Fighting, is, is fighting, Connor... fighting Evander Holyfield and Jake Paul, and that's about it. Look, not that Connor cares because he's a fucking multimillionaire, but like, could he, can he come back to the UFC and be good? Uh, no, yes, but not be a champion. You don't think he'll ever be champion again? Absolutely. How not. old is he? How old he's is he? He's not that old. He's younger than us. Definitely he's younger mid- than He's mid 30s. Yeah. You're such, a, you're such an asshole guy. <laughs> you're not that much younger than me. I don't know. <laughs> four years. Huh? Four, three, four? Four. That's a long time. It's fucking high, all high school. He's 33. He's 33. Yeah. Young. Like me? He's he Roman can back. He's he still, can come back. I think he can come back physically, but I think he's physically eating. sure. But physically, the fact they're eating that with a spoon makes me want to beat the living shit out well, of him. Well, he was eating with a fork. I no, I was just, I, I just switched. Because... What is this fucking merry-go-round with fucking musical fucking silverware? Pick no, you one, used bro. the right utensil for the right moment. It's insane. Okay. What are you sitting exactly. at a fucking proper restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a little spoon. Why did you switch from a fork to a spoon? This is interesting. Because he was eating because... pasta, now he's eating rice. No, the, the mixed fish, in, Ian. The, the fish fell apart, uh, you know? and now it's like it's like you know flaky. Yeah. So, and I wanted to be faster to be on the podcast again. Your food is so looks so dry, dude. It is. It was you like put, you're eating sawdust. Do you put no yeah. sauces on your food ever? You put any condiments or anything? <sighs> so much work. Just to it's add some like sriracha or something. No, you fucking... use that fucking that um. Bolognese fucking spice, spice. That, Italian, that powder, that, <laughs> no, that, that non that fake Italian the nonsense. Powder, <laughs> the powder makes it worse. I tried that. You, powder, I know, I know the real reason you don't add condiments is the calories because you're crazy. No, seriously. And if if I if I was if I was crazy, I would just calculate the calories into the, you know. But right. but you seriously, I hate food. Yeah. All right. Maybe. No, so no, no. He, this is, but this, I know, this is 150 carbs and 70 grams of protein. Do any of you guys, who had or, or uh, uh, any of you, do you guys, or guys, do you guys uh, cut your condiments or anything like that before shows? Not really, no. I, I can't really, say no right now. <laughs> I literally use ketchup once a day, and then the rest is usually when I diet mustard. Yeah. Doesn't that fuck with your, like, don't you get acid reflux or anything like from all the mustard? I mean, how much mustard do you use? I don't know if you're using it on like five of your meals. Well, no, because I have a post-workout shake, breakfast, that's two. Before I go to bed is usually um, a shake or eggs, so it's like three meals. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Actually, before shows, I use more condiments, or, or, or I start using condiments eventually, because um, I always load on burgers and stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> all oh, the yeah. clean eating goes out the window the day before the show, the two days before You're the, the show. only one that can do that, though. I don't think – well, not the only one that can do it, but you probably need it, whereas the rest of us don't. Oh, sorry. Remember, Ian, Ian, 
Remember when we used to when we used to argue with this uh, Donny Kanganovich? I know. Uh, I was uh, I was just telling the story to someone the other day about at, uh, backstage at Spain there when he was telling us about his carb up and you like shit on him. What happened? What happened? <laughs> so like, I can't remember. He was saying something. He would carb it up on something, and Roman's like, "No, very bad idea." You know. <laughs> the guy yeah, was like, like that. Listen, it was like that. Okay, so so we're standing there, and he's telling. He's he's a good guy. No. No, no offense there, right? So he's standing there and he is telling me about how, how he carves up with pasta. Yeah. So so I told him, man, if you eat that much pasta, because he said he's eating a thousand grams of pasta. Your stomach's going to be right? fucked. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I told him. And then he said, so what are you guys carving up with? Like aggressive. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we said, yeah, I just had a burger. And then he's like, you can't have burgers. You can't have burgers to carve up. You he's like, why would you eat this? Yeah. <laughs> you should have looked at him and been like, what am I carving up with? Well, you want and to now, hear the irony of this whole situation. Yeah, yeah no, day, let, me, let me get to it. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. Then Ian says, man, I've never looked worse because of having a burger before a show. Yeah. And he's, he insists on, no, you can't carve up with on yeah. burgers. Yeah. And you're going to get a, your, your waist is going to blow out, blah, blah. And then he's, <laughs> and, you, and Ian, you said, you said, man, he's talking about the two smallest wasted guys yeah. in the show. Yeah. Yeah, and then the next day he's not in the show because he had digestive distress. His stomach was all fucked up from all the pasta. From all the pasta. The Holy wow! Fuck. What's up, and Karma? Holy shit! I think everybody yeah. has done a burger. I think one of my best fucking carb ups ever was me and Chad did a burger one meal, and then we did chicken and potato the next meal, and we alternated like that for three fucking days straight. Yeah, I, I don't do any dirty stuff like that anymore because we've got a, down a system that's obviously working very well. But I mean, I did it with Matt. I did it with guys before that and with good success. I mean, it, it depends. If you're in really good condition, yeah, you can do these things, right? If you're not in good shape, obviously you should not be throwing it. You can eat whatever you want. You just got to pay attention to your fucking. Yeah, if you're talking about the dryness and condition intake. that you know, Roman and I get in, you can fucking do it. And those calories get used well, but. Um, I mean, I even made a post about this this morning on my story and I was like, you know, seeing people like three, four, five weeks out, they're still doing weekly cheat meals of like burgers and fries and sushi and pizza when they're not even in shape. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing this for? Like, you need to be dieting harder, like not eating fucking cheat meals, you know, and maybe doing a high day if you need like to stimulate things a little bit because things aren't moving, you know, and you've been pushing really low and you just need to, you know, give things a little (laughs) stimulation. But eating a burger and fries and something with a bunch of fat and salt that's going to stick around and slug you down for two, three days is absolutely not the fucking answer. You know? Well, can I actually, I just want to counter that with something. All of everything we're saying depends on your coach and the system they have in place. Sure. Right. Like, like for example, Ian, your coach, Patrick is like, let's, max, let's maximize the clean food to the, ver- to the very, very most possible. Yeah. And then, and then lose, lose fat that way without giving you anything shitty unless you absolutely need it, which is probably never. Yeah. Right. And even when you're, and even carb loading, even though you do get absolutely shredded, he would still never give you a burger. Cause he's like, let's fill you with the cleanest stuff possible. Yeah. So every coach is a little different. Right. But then you have somebody like John or like Chad, who's like, let's burn through most of the fat during the week. And let's give you something on the weekend to load you back up. Yes. But this is, I'm not disputing, the tactic i'm disputing the fact that you're not in good shape and still doing these things if you're not losing any weight at all then yes but i would be doing like like john for example would have me doing like a no, I'm, every- I'm, my, my point was strictly about people being 
behind conditioning wise and yeah. still having weekly cheat meals of yeah. and those are those people that have like those fucking diets that are like set up for like three weeks ahead of time with like no yes. changes and i'm like if you're like you if, if that's if you have a yeah. plan that's set that's set up for weekly cheat meals that that's stupid yeah i mean if you're if you're looking like you're two three four <laughs> weeks behind in your prep and your coach is telling you to have week, weekly cheat meals of five guys or pizza yeah. or things like this i can agree with that it's right. not going to end well for you i can tell you that or it's because you're not mentally tough enough to handle not dieting well, i think this is i think this is a, I think now that it's it's a ploy with a lot of coaches because they want to appease the minds of clients and that becomes over everything but instead see, of having people suffer and die and just like do anything not, they can to get in shape it, isn't minute. the point of what we do to be able to do what not a lot of people can and is to suffer and do that without wait a minute no 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 just wait a minute time. there's no there's no need okay suffering is is suffering is such a relative wide, such such a wide open word yes it's very so, relative so like i agree with ian about this if you're behind your weekly cheat meals definitely should stop that was that was the end that was yeah. my point and, and yeah. No. yeah but just to make a just to further the point a little bit because the guy was saying if you have weekly cheat meals scheduled ahead of time then that doesn't make sense and what i'm saying is i said be, if you're if, if it's because you meant to it, i but i also prefaced with if it's because you just mentally are not tough enough to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's also wrong. That's I what agree. I said. Yeah, yeah I also agree with that, Some yeah. people do need them. Yeah. I also don't think like anything like this, you can plan in advance. It needs to be. That's what plan, I would like. Your coach you says one cheat meal every week. It's like, well, what if I don't need it one week? What if I need two right. in one week? What that's if why I, I said if it's a plan in one week. week you know? That's right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So we're all right. in agreement. Yeah, 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 we are. Yes. Yeah. Roman, what's the. Before we change the subject. Yeah. I got to say, Downey. No offense taken, okay. Next time, <laughs> next time I'll treat you to a burger. I thought you said you didn't think about things after you said them. Donnie, <laughs> next time I'll give you a jar of my fucking sauce for all that pasta. He just wants. He just wants to help Danny out, man. That's yeah. it. <laughs> fucking guy cooked. He guy cooked like eight tomatoes or ten tomatoes, and he got like three little jars of pasta out of it. And I'm like, is it is it really worth all that work? First of all, <gasps> did, 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 we, did we was it you that I talked about this with or no? Yeah, we talked on the phone. It was because that was the end of the season, and that was all the tomatoes I had left. I know, but is it worth? So I tried to salvage rest of my tomatoes to make a video. Normally, this... you can go to the store and buy tomatoes, but I wanted to show how it does from the garden. Whether there's fifty tomatoes there or fucking fifteen, the sauce is made the same way. Just the ingredients amounts are different. What but I'm the trying... process is exactly the same. What I'm trying to say is, like, is it worth all that work rather than just buying the finished pasta sauce? You are such a fucking lazy son of a. <laughs> It's disgusting. <laughs> to you, no. Yes. It's so much. Work. I hope. I hope some at some point in your life, <laughs> everything just shuts down where you have to like live off. But the this land is like land. asking food. This is like asking guy or I or someone that hunts. Be like, well, I can just go buy a steak from the fucking. No, grocery that's store. not the same thing. It's not the same. Is thing. it worth it? Yeah, you know, like for three days to, to see nothing potentially. You know. No, that's not the same thing because I think the act Why? of hunt. Well, actually, this is. I'll make this point. So when I when I cook, if I was going to make pasta sauce, I I would do it. I do cook for fun sometimes. It's not something I want to do all the time. So I might make sauce like once a year, just to be like, just to do it for fun. I felt like doing it. Hunting is also like the act of going hunting. Sounds I haven't done it, but it sounds like it'd be fun. So it's like it's not the same as just going to buy a steak. There's a whole process of hunting. Oh, wait, I'm asking question. Why do you go? To, why do you go to restaurants to eat? I and and I got this one, buddy. Let me let, let me handle this. What are you trying to trap me? Yeah, I'm just trying to yeah. prove a point. 
Why do you go to restaurants to eat? Because I like people to cook my food for me sometimes. Because, because? Because sometimes it's better than the way I cook it. Because sometimes it's better. Okay, they're fucking Emerald Lagasse, relax. Well, sometimes I think I, I, I like my food when I cook. I'm, I'm pretty proud of the way I cook. If, if, if you get fresh food, is always, always tastes better than fucking processed or frozen shit. 100%. So if I have the option of... And listen, it's it. If it was a fucking agonizing process and it took such a long time to do, then maybe I wouldn't do it. But you're literally talking. Once the tomatoes are grown, the whole fucking process takes thirty minutes from the start to the time it's in the pot and it sits there for hours and fucking. It's also like it's it's also like you know you said like hunting sounds fun to some people. Doing creating things from scratch, even if it seems monotonous, is fun. Well, that's what I said. Once once a year, I could do something like that just for the fun of it. Yeah. Like you know, I have like my buddy Dylan that you know will fucking grow a bunch of herbs and vegetables in the garden and he eats none of them zero doesn't yeah, eat any yeah. of it he just yeah. does it and then he'll give them away or throw them out 90 percent of the stuff that i do i give to all my neighbors and my friends at the gym yeah yeah it's just like a you know something i enjoy doing does it make, but, you, know, like, does it make you feel or, good does it make you feel good to give them that shit I, you know, I just enjoy the process of doing it no no no. Yes. i know i know and so I you like, enjoy the process of growing it but do you actually enjoy the process of giving it to them I, well, yeah, because I, I like to take care of people, but I, I like to give it to them. And then I'm like, how was it? I want, like, I want to know if it's good or bad. Like, I want yeah. to feedback. back. I'm like, is it good? What, the if old like, lady... what if they're like, your tomatoes suck? Well, that's never happened because that's silly. <laughs> <laughs> the old lady, the old lady that lives next to us does the same thing. What, Make she sauce and gives it to she you? Grows... Yeah, she cooks stuff and then gives it to us. <laughs> that's great. I have a jar of pickles for you in my freezer or my fridge. I just grow, I just grow weed. Send it, it. Send it. Send you it. grow your own weed? Yeah. You and Paul would get along. Paul's got like a weed tent that he's super proud of. Yeah, we grow weed. Hey, before I want to say that my weed tent. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> when he first put when he first put it up, he's like, "Come and, see and, my and just come and see just my tent." Note, I'm like, nah, I don't care. And just a note for the the feds watching this: I'm talking about in Canada, in Ontario, not in Florida. I grow weed where it's legal. Where in it's Canada. legal, yes. yes <laughs> um, oh man, I should have visited when you offered me. <laughs> yeah, we got lots of weed growing there now. That's so funny because when I was in Canada, I'm not going to say who, but a certain IFBB pro brought me some stuff. And I was like, I thought, I was like, I thought weed was fucking le- illegal in Canada. And he was like, no, because Flex had an issue when he had CBD coming through customs. So I was like, how the fuck is weed legal here? CBD is fucking illegal. And he no, was CBD like, is CBD is illegal. I was like, really? No, CBD is completely legal in Canada. I think it's bringing this was it, a couple years, years ago, but it I wasn't. think maybe a couple years ago it wasn't, but it's also bringing stuff through the border sometimes. Tricky. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. So the guy, the bodybuilder from there told me that C- at the time when I was there, that CBD was a hundred percent illegal in at least where I was. In it probably Canada. was a couple of years ago, Ian. But THC wasn't. I was like, really? I said, it's polar opposite of the States. I don't know if yes. that makes sense. I think both would have been illegal if anything. No, I, 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 I had I had this exact. Yeah, but he might have been wrong. He might have been wrong, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, but I remember. I remember CBD being legal before weed was legal. Yeah, yeah, it was. See, weed's not legal, or weed's not like legal here. But you can like drive around with up to six ounces and not get in trouble. My yeah, buddy see, who's a cop grow- like. You can grow four plants, like in Ontario where I am, you can have four plants for personal use, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And you can go on like, you know, a a website and just order weed and ship it to your house, you know? That's awesome. Speaking of giving people stuff, not that I gave anybody anything, but I actually, when I, when I put up my gym, so 
I put up my gym a little while ago in my brother's facility where his plant is for his business. And part of the deal was that his employees would be allowed to use the gym. And I thought to myself at the beginning, I'm like, I don't really want anybody using my stuff because I was being a selfish little prick. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then, so the other day, the other day I go to the gym early, I was there at like 1130 and they, they train there on their lunch hour. So they all come in, there's like six of them or whatever. And they're all, and I actually felt really good. It made me really happy. Well, so because you, 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 you were finally the biggest guy in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> guy, you're half my size. Don't forget. Okay. Take it easy. What? I'm half your height. You're half my size everywhere. Anyways. Height. So, <laughs> um, no, it felt good. Cause they were using my stuff. I'm like, and they were having like a good workout and shit. I was like, yeah, yeah it was like kind of cool. It made me want to open a public spot. Cause I have always been uneasy about the public thing. And I'm like, I think I want to open a public space now. Cause it felt good that people were in there. Training. It does feel good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I thought I was more selfish than that, but apparently I'm not. No. So that's why, that's why I was asking you about the growing tomatoes and giving them to people. I have my, I have neighbors that are like older, um, like in their seventies that like, I just, I, it make, it's almost like having my grandparents back. Cause they're like so old. Yeah. So I just like, I don't even knock half the time. I just literally put it in a bag, leave it on their doorknob and just get my truck and leave. And then I'll, I have their numbers. I'll be like, Joan, I left you a sauce on your door. See, I wish I was nicer to my neighbors. I'm not. I wish I lived next to you. I'd be such a. <laughs> I'd be mowing my yard. Fucking. I'm not mean. No, wait, wait. I'm not mean. Okay, wait. I'm not mean to my neighbors. I just don't have that relationship. Like, I don't. We just like we wave. We like we wave hello, and that and that's it. Like we, you know, hey, how's it going? And that's the everybody the, that surrounds me. I don't see, and the people that I knew moved. So, Ian, how I are you? Though, my, you talk to your neighbors? Yeah, I live in like a in like a older you know, like a fancy suburb, you know, kind of country suburb. Um, and we are relatively friendly with all our neighbors. Like my neighbor yeah. on the one side, I believe, I don't want to like, if she, not that she would ever watch this, but there's two women that live there and I believe they're a lesbian couple and they're like in their fifties, like mid fifties. Um, and like, we're cool, you know, like I'll cut her lawn and you know, if she's away or I'll go spray the weed stuff. Yeah. I've done that stuff she's cool. Yeah. You know, and, and the other lady is a, an Asian lady with a, um, and her husband, and they're like probably in their 60s. Um, and she's funny. Like she'll see the weed plants in the backyard and she'll come want to talk and know about them. And know she'll be like, ooh, like are these hard to grow? Kind of thing, you know? Like, are you going to give her Are you gonna give her some? I mean, she asked. I'd fucking give her some. Give her, give her a so joint. Here's a nug. Yeah. I mean, what the hell do you think we do with fucking four plants, man? I can't smoke that much. We end up having yeah. like stockpiles, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roman, how but are yeah, you? No, with... We got cool neighbors for sure. How are you with your neighbors? Oh, they're cool. The old lady, the old lady that lives next door. You know, last time there um, a salesman was coming to a house. You know, he, yeah. he was like wanted to sell us something. I don't know. You going there now? So I just and I just trained and I saw her talking to the guy and she couldn't get rid of him. Yeah. So I just trained. You know, I was all pumped up. Like up. I, I come out of out of my gym. I'm like, what is it? Oh. And he's like, <laughs> he's like backing off two. Steps oh. from her. She's like, oh, no, no. He's like, would you stop bothering her? He's like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then he left. <laughs> <laughs> Protecting the neighbors, eh? You're fucking. No, I, mean, cool. I mean, I'm cool with my neighbors. It's just we don't, I don't know. I don't have like long conversations. I felt bad though. Guy a couple two doors over came over to talk. So we came, we were shooting the shit a bit a bit about his house and whatever. And we're talking. So then it was the first time I had met him because he stays in Florida most of the time. So he goes back home, and then later on that day, my ring doorbell goes off. Me and Summer are out. 
And I'm like, oh, I better check who's at the door. So I answer on my phone and it's his wife and she's got a basket full of like muffins that she made for us. I'm like, I'm like, hello. She's like, oh, I'm just, you know, so-and-so's wife. I brought, you know, I brought you something to say hello. And welcome, welcome to Leave the neighborhood. Leave it at the steps. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, me and my wife are out. I'm like, you know, I'd love to meet you tomorrow or whatever. And she never came back. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, so now I don't know what the etiquette is. Like, do I go there? You should there? drop off a fucking bouquet of something, like a fruit basket. Do I go yeah, to no, her get, house? Get him like a nice, get him like a nice basket too and be like, you know, blah, 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 just say get hi. Him bat, get him a bat. Get him an edibles raisin. Wait, watch until they leave their house. Wait 10 <laughs> minutes, ring their doorbell. Wait for them and then don't leave it. Yeah. <laughs> get him. Get but then him, are the rest him. of the neighbors going to be jealous? Because I've never brought anybody else anything. Unless they're stalkers and they're actually paying yeah. attention to what but, you're But they doing. also didn't attempt to bring you anything. She did, so. You know, a couple of them did. But I didn't know you were supposed to reciprocate that kind of thing. No, I just don't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta hear this. So all your neighbors brought you shit to your no, house. no, two. And I you live haven't in... brought one fucking thing back to them. You selfish <laughs> son of a bitch. Okay, wait a minute. Listen, this so, is amazing. Wait a minute. I live in a court with like I don't know seven houses, right? It's like us and like six other houses. He just tried. This is why he let two. people train at his gym for all the selfish shit he's done in his life. He's like, maybe if I let a couple people train in the gym, I'll be forgiven. Two, okay, two houses brought some stuff over, but I didn't. I don't know the fucking rules. I don't know. If you're supposed to bring stuff back. Like How, I don't know. Roman houses too. Who has your? No, I. I think if you're the one new to the neighborhood, you do not need to reciprocate that. See, that's what I thought. Yeah. What the fuck? Why am I bringing them shit? I'm like, I'm it's like a guy. thank. I mean, it's a thank you. Like I. When my with the older neighbors that I met when I dropped off pickles and sauce, she dropped off a huge thing of fucking brownies. I've been here for five years. No, I mean four you, years when that happened. All right, you know yeah, what I mean? Like do? if you're someone like Guy or you know or or me or someone, you grow some vegetables and someone get, comes and gives you a gift basket. You say, "Hey, I'm growing some stuff. I'll, I'll drop you off some next time." But I don't think in a case of you being new to the neighborhood, you're not expected to reciprocate. And I'm gonna move right next to you, and then I'm just gonna give you sauce and pickles all the time, oh and just God. give me joints. Are you gonna blow yeah. them too? Well, just like are you gonna we'll fucking just, get? Are you gonna get on your fucking knees and give you like thanks? Yeah, I can, that might be. Nice. Just, just go fucking because you fucking like left turn. because you're like <laughs> I'm gonna move next to you and give you vegetables. Yeah, because we're, we're nice. It was a bartering system. We're not giving presents back. Yeah, we're it's like it's like Christmas every couple. <laughs> You can't go wrong with that. You know what I mean? Fua. Yes. You should use this court as a, you know, like a, no, what's it called? Um, like a group of people that you can test your supplements with. You know? yeah. <laughs> every time, every time you want to taste a new, test a new flavor, you, you give yeah. each of those people. Yeah, but they're all batch. normal. They're going to think it's gross. Normal you people don't like around. In a fucking want apron free with your cheeseburger tits out, holding a tray of all different flavors of fucking <laughs> going around your neighbors, exactly. asking them to try one, two, or three. <laughs> now I got the word. It's called a think tank. What do you say, Roman? It's you just. It's called it and like a think tank. You know, you just. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Make a, a monthly meeting. You call all the neighbors. You yeah. have them test all your. Like you have them test the. The H1 flavors or the or the bloodshot flavors. All it right. would be like, like it would that. be like book club. You know, you just get together, talk about bo books, but instead you get together and talk about your supplements. I don't think I'm going to be that kind of neighbor ever. I don't. I don't think I'm. A, I don't think I'm that kind of neighbor. I don't think I can. And then, but, and then you can even start them on like a you know like Tupperware does. You sell them product and they, what yeah. supplements? Teach them, you teach them how to sell them to their neighbors. And so Roman has the, taken like a kind gesture and turned it into a business. 
Yeah. You That's know what you should do for your neighbors? You should get a hostile shirt and like roll it up like a newspaper and put like some like roll like an amino in and put it in each of your neighbor's mailboxes. Exactly. Like the one that there's people are like shit. 60. There's people are like. <laughs> with a business card. Put a business card there too. Yeah. You know? These are like 70 year old people. I don't think they want aminos. I do think. Well, no, you just got to market it right. You tell them that, hey, you're getting old, your muscles withering away. This is going to stop that. (laughs) Get more exactly. And the first day they take it, they have a heart attack. No No stims, no stims. Um, The old, the old men. You're going to give them the pump product, you know, so they can get a heart on again. Yeah, bloodshot. We'll do that. Bloodshot. Yeah, Yeah, give them some bloodshot. That's a good idea. No, I think I'm going to get muffins. I know all your products. I don't even. I'm not even sponsored. (laughs) Maybe we should talk about that. <laughs> You'll have, have Roman to. going door to door in your day. Yeah, Roman will go door to door on my house. Yeah. <laughs> People um, will because they'll be afraid to be killed. I think I'm going to do the muffin thing for well, guy. Guy's right. Are you going to make the muffins? No, I'm not going to make the muffins. I'm going to go buy yeah, a bunch of muffins. Muffins. donuts. I'm not going to make the muffins. You can't you store buy donuts. Or you if you do it though, wait a minute. What'd you say, Ian? You can't store. You do store bought muffins. Give them to your neighbors. They have to be homemade. Yes. I'll put them in a Tupperware. It looks like I made them though. No, and or from a bakery, not like Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. You got to get them from like a bakery, okay? Like a, a nice bakery. bakery. Okay, because I know bakery. you jump with like a box from Dunkin' Donuts, but here, guys, <laughs> and I and we don't mean we don't mean Loblaws Bakery. We mean like a real. No, bakery. I'll go to a real bakery. I'll go to a real bakery. Okay. So I'm gonna go to a real bakery. I'm gonna get six muffins for each house. For each house, right? No. How many? Uh, six, six per house. That seems like a little excessive. No. How there's many only houses? Six, there's only six houses. No, it six is good. You need to give at least six. Okay, no, Melissa says at least six. Per I would say yeah, a dozen a think. house. How much can a dozen muffins cost? No, nah, I don't need a dozen a house, man. Wow, you fucking... Six is a good number. Six is a good number. Yeah, it's probably... they all say... The ladies both say that more than six is excessive. Six is good. Yeah, Wait, I there's agree. three houses? There's six houses. Six houses. Oh, six houses. This is the yeah, worst... So there's only 36 seg- muffins. You're good. Three this dozen. is the worst segment ever on this podcast. And a, <laughs> and a top of protein. Give him a top of protein. Trust me. Stop trying give to give away a- my supplements, man. Why don't you make Rice Krispie Treats? You can make oh, those are easy to make. Even like- older people like protein for sure. Okay, can we move on now, please? No, I'm excited. We're talking about baking and making things. I'm don't trying be to be. A, I'm trying to be a nicer person. Yeah, we're helping trying you be to- a better person. No, but we already yeah. figured it out six muffins. Yeah, he's already limited his niceness to six muffins. <laughs> well, for the first visit, I don't want to like you know I don't want to. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna yeah. he's gonna write this as an expense through hostile too oh yeah totally i'm gonna give him, <laughs> give him the receipt business, business expense <laughs> be like hey i'm gonna send you an invoice <laughs> i don't know i thought why i thought i was normal this is another case of being on this podcast and thinking i'm the normal one and ending up not being the normal one for why? what being you selfish? Not be normal you're good no not selfish being the guy because i thought most people with their neighbors are like hey buddy how's it going and that was like the extent of it I, I think in, tw- in 2021, that is the norm, yes. Yeah. All right. I think so if you asked this in 1995, it would have been different. We'd have block yeah. parties at the end of the fucking road. Yeah. 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 Dude, what's the difference between a bill and an invoice? Nothing. Same thing. It's just a more professional way to say it. Um, invoice sounds cool. Invoice sounds more professional. <sighs> All right. Let's do some questions. Do you see... Uh, the thing of, of, that was just posted uh, Melissa's new job? Uh, no, uh-huh. what's going on? Go to Train by JP's page, TBJP. Uh, one sec. Is there congratulations in order? Is she... 
One second here. One second while I hide my screen from all the filth that I Google. No, I'm trying to share the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Where am I going? JP's page? TBJP, yeah. Guys looking at what tabs he's opened. She's part of the uh, part of the team. No, read it. Oh, she's a designer now. She's designing the clothes for them now. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's crazy. Good for her. Good for her. Congratulations, yeah. Melissa. Thank you. Cool. That's awesome. Well, I cool. didn't know she was a designer. We could use a designer. Quit. Don't go there. Come to us. <laughs> <laughs> poaching. Poaching. I'm poaching constantly. That's what I do. No, Cherry uh, picking son of no a that's bit. great, man. That's good for her. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's cooler than being an athlete. I think having a say in how things look is fucking. That's honestly, well, especially my- too, I think for, you know, Melissa's got her like finger on the pulse, I think with this kind of like workout fashion, I think for a company like JP, you know, especially for women's, cause right now all their apparel is just kind of like unisex, right? It's yeah. just like you order all the same things. It's all kind of unisex. So to, you know, have someone like her that, you know, can really like get something that's a little trendy and, you know, yeah. into the women's is a, is a good thing for them to get a foothold in. Cause I think they're doing well with the men's stuff, but then a lot of women want more like womenly stuff and not just men's stuff in smaller sizes. So yeah, to kind of get into that as well. And, you know, someone like Melissa, that's like good at that would be good for them. So I think that's where we're going next because we're, our men's sales have been crazy. Yeah. But we always get women asking about stuff and we're not, yeah. just, you know, cause I kind of pick the stuff and design the stuff myself. Most of it anyway, yeah. not, I shouldn't say design. I work with our designer on what I like, yeah. um, but I don't really have a, like you said, like a hand on what women are wearing or what women like or whatever. So it's cool to, yeah, hit, it's me, a good, up, hit me up. You don't, yeah, you're going to send me a bunch of fucking, a bunch of Blue big, shirts. big clits, big clits and big tits shirts. <laughs> um, no, uh, no, but that's, that's great for JP because, yeah, having somebody that actually knows what's going on is going to help him for sure. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm excited for it. It'd be cool. And it, to be honest with you, my favorite part of owning this, like our company, is that I get to do that stuff. So it's cool that, Melissa yeah. has a hand in that and how it works. It's not yeah. just like a, an athlete. Yeah. What are you laughing at? <laughs> laughing at the big tits, big clits. Because Ian doesn't, <laughs> Ian doesn't get it. That's, a, that, that's actually a shirt we're selling. Oh, you didn't know that was one of his shirts, Ian? Oh, no, I didn't. I knew the chest day one. That's all I've seen. He's actually got a shirt. <laughs> that's disgusting. I want to see it. It's disgusting. <laughs> Melissa said it's disgusting. I agree. <laughs> Roman likes it that way. Let's where, see it. where is it, Roman? No, it's not. It's it's on the the website is called the most hated. Dot dot de. There it is, and then it should be on there. Scroll down a little bit. Uh, one second here. Uh, athletes. It should where... be like a. Where is it? Scroll down. No, it's not. It's not. It's it's in the other section. What what section is that? Accessories and equipment? No. You got a lot of stuff on here. Yeah. No, that's the sales. I love trend. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I love trend. That's your shirt. There's a. Do you see the the, the bottom left one? It says hobby diabetic. <laughs> the hobby fuck? diabetic. What the fuck, Roman? Where's the uh, oh? I got a here. Wait, what if I most, happens? It, it's probably in the most hated thing. Click on athletes. Oh, I shouldn't put that in a search. 
It's not gonna. Yeah, happen. no, don't search. That. <laughs> Who am I looking for, man? Oh, most hated. It's yeah, it's not there. It maybe it's sold out. New and used cars for sale. Uh, <laughs> fuck! It's sold out. It's sold out. I'm always looking for cars, guy. Come on. <laughs> Where was that? Sh- I saw it earlier. I saw it yesterday. Why don't you just Google the name? Because if I Google big clits and big tits, it's not going to be a good Google search. <laughs> well, Google it with the camera off the screen and then find it and bring it back up. Don't you dare do that. <laughs> it's not here either. Motherfucker, it's sold out. But it's, it's, in, your, it's in your DMs. Well, I'm not going there. <laughs> I would love this podcast so much. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, let me see here. Um, what you know, what do you want to say, Roman? Uh, so, so much, for, so much really, for asking questions. I'm really, I'm really happy about the fact that it's probably sold out. Who do you All think right. bought it? More girls or more guys? You know when it sold out really quick? That, that's the funny part. We opened the the, um, the shop to worldwide, so U.S., Australia, and Britain, oh, you guys Britain don't, and all that. You guys don't want to see the search that came up. No. <laughs> I to, I That's all I do. <laughs> well, I mean, I do want to see, but I don't want your show to get shut off. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, one more time, and then we'll move on. So we opened up the shop to worldwide, right? Yeah. You know, Holy Canada, God. U.S., and as soon as we did that last week, the big tits, big clits, and the only trend uh, shirts sold out. Only who's trends. Bu- who's buying big clits, big tits? Apparently, a lot of Americans and Australians do. Australians, I can is see that, for sure. Is that a thing that guys like? No, it's just fucking baby carrots. What? Baby yeah, carrots. Baby carrots. Yeah, baby carrots. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roman, you like down there? Roman, you like baby carrots? No, I had a girlfriend. Yeah. I, had, I was with a girl before that. She was um, a competitor, obviously. Yeah. And um, well, she, she was a competitor pretty, or a man if she had one of them. She had a pretty. No, she was a bikini competitor. Yeah. But her thing, her thing was literally like like, like this. Like a little baby toe. Like sticking out like this, you know. Like a little baby toe. <laughs> out of her, out of her. Wait, I, the word I learned: skin canoe. You're welcome. What did, for that. What did you call it? The skin, skin canoe. canoe. Oh, skin canoe. Skin <laughs> canoe or hatchet wound? Yeah. Oh, God, that's so bad. Let's do questions. Come on. Okay, let's do questions. All right, family feud. Relax. What do you think about this? <laughs> what do you think about this cut mix where we mix master on trend and test, or is it better to take it separately? This seems a lot easier when they're already mixed up. Um. My only issue with uh, these pre-blended things is your independent dose control has gone out the window, basically. So it's like you're just locked in. Like a lot of these, if yeah. it's like prop trend master on mixing one, it'll be 50 milligrams of each. But like, I don't want to run the same dose of trend as I do of test, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, like you can use them as a base and then say you want to do 350 milligrams a week of all of them and then add some tests or add some whatever to it and to change the ratio but I find you're always just better to get them independently and control your doses independently. I like them all separately myself. I'm the same I don't, I don't think I've ever taken anything blended Neither other, than, I. Other, other than Cestanon, but like, yeah. Yeah. Same um, here. Same here. Oh. 
the set the what this is so stupid the smell of your favorite food or the nice the noise and sound of iron plates and roaring people which one do i prefer yeah i guess smell of food uh, people annoy me food yeah. food fuck that roaring people but for what like i don't get it what do you like more yeah the smell versus i don't care about the smell i don't want to smell oh so food. you don't get to eat it you're not eating no. it no oh then yeah the, for sure the plates then yeah oh, then not, I not the plates what about the roaring people i mean when you go on stage you hear people cheering for you oh i thought he meant like people roaring like in the gym like oh i didn't consider that i thought he meant like that's why i was like i don't want to hear that shit i do that i drive everybody knows yeah that's a weird question get another one yeah let's have it yeah uh for ian have you ever looked at melissa during adult time and seen I should really oh read these. I should really read seen Chris. I should really read these beforehand. <laughs> no, I get this question quite a bit. I I honestly don't think Melissa and Chris look even remotely alike. Oh, you're so crazy. We've I agree. About this. I agree with Ian. So I don't see. I like if you didn't. Roman's going to agree with Ian no matter related, what. So I, can't I would ask. never think they were related. <sighs> Dude, I have I have had girls that had brothers. I never thought of her her brother. I mean, and also like. Chris is good looking. Why the fuck would I care? Who cares? You know. <laughs> you were going to oh, say geez. he's good looking and I'm not. Oh, I mean, there's worse people. There's worse people to see when you're banging your wife than Chris Bumstead. You know. <laughs> I guess, but really, that that answer sounded like you've already given it a hundred times. Yeah, he's already thought about it a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not so bad. <laughs> so bad. I've thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, here we fucking go. You're going to do this to the poor guy? Like, Ian, tell him no. No, we've already done this before. We have to do it again because well, Don't of... pick like... Yeah. There. You, you think they're... Okay, zoom in on that. Smile's about it. One zoom second. in on that. You think they look alike at all? Smile. Yes, I do. Yeah, but she doesn't smile at him like that when he's fucking her. Oh, yeah. I don't think you look alike at all. I feel like we do look alike. If Melissa wasn't wearing okay. makeup, they would look exactly the same. There, they kind of look alike. No, I don't see it. Where I don't see it at all. They don't have. I don't know how you can't see it. That's kind of an old picture, though. I don't see what features do you think they have alike. I don't see any of it. Mouth, the jawline, the jawline, the mouth, the nose, the eyes. Maybe somewhat similar face shape, but like nose. Okay, wait a minute. I don't think so. That's what it has here. Okay, can I? That's when. That's when Melissa is in shape. Okay, she doesn't always have um, like cut out cheeks like that. Yeah, but Chris yes. is in shape. We're trying to we're comparing apples to apples here. So what I'm saying is like, look, jawline same, mouth same, nose same, eyes. If Melissa was wearing makeup, probably the same. No, eyes are very very different eyes. Very different. Yeah, I think Ian's, Ian's married different. to Chris. Yeah, and she I'm doesn't. <laughs> she... Oh my god. <laughs> If anyone's gonna be upset, it's gonna be fucking me. You're telling me I look like a man. <laughs> no, you don't. no, Chris is a. Chris. Well, I'm on your side. I've said no the entire time. Chris is yeah, a very. I, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying no. Wait a minute. Just to be clear here, just right? Just because you look alike doesn't mean you look. I'm not saying you look like a man. The features are the same. Of a man. Yeah, features. Of a man. Of a man. I, man I said. Features. No, well, technically she's are older. You so Chris, Chris a girl? Has the same features as her. <laughs> You're either calling Chris a girl or you're calling Melissa a man. So pick your poison. Chris, you know Chris looks like Melissa, Fuad, not Melissa looks like Chris. Fuad, Fuad, right now we're all against you. That's normal. That's that's how it happens all the time. I'm always on my own over here. No, I mean, look, I wouldn't care either way. If it's they look like identical twins, it wouldn't bother me. I like it's not, you know. This one shows it the most, I think. 
All right. Well, we all just the 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 majority voted that you're fucking wrong. So if we move on from this nonsense. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't think it's insulting. My sister looks like my brother. It's not insult. Doesn't mean she looks like a man or my brother looks like a woman. It's like you just <laughs> features are the same, right? I don't anyway. see it. All right. Well, I didn't ask the question. Don't be mad at me. No, I'm not mad. Look, I, I could care less what they look like. I think Chris is a good looking dude, so whatever, but I don't see it now. Uh, do you like Instagram, YouTube, bodybuilding media era or magazine TV media era better? Magazine TV. Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I, dude, I'm, I've been banned on Instagram for two months now. Have you? What are you talking about? Yeah. Your Instagram. I can't do, I can't look. I can't. Your Instagram's there. I think this no. is a case of the grass is always greener. And I think now it is considerably better, but everyone will always look at things like from their childhood or when they grew up watching bodybuilding as being better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thinking thinking about it, I would probably make a lot less money if Locked it wasn't from for... sharing a live video. And I'm and that my engagement's down on my stories, my engagement's down on my pictures. I don't know how to get un, un I don't know what I did. Have I you been talking I, politics or COVID? No, it was from the dick and balls comment that I've posted so many times. What dick on this balls? fucking podcast? When I was like, if you can cut your fucking dick and balls oh. off and call yourself a woman, I can get unvaccinated. I can call myself unvaccinated. Why would you I've been that? blocked since that time? Yeah, but yeah. you know you can't talk like that. Yeah, that'll I do. Can it talk whatever the fuck I want. What do you mean? I'd say anything. Well, bad. you can talk however you want, but then Instagram's gonna tell you to fuck off. Which is why I said I hate this fucking society of social media. I think it sucks. I can get people that fucking tear yeah, me but you also, my comments. You also, if you said that, they wouldn't put that quoted in a fucking flex magazine 1994. So it's like neither here nor there, you know. <laughs> they probably wouldn't. Lee Priest was in MD talking about shitting on women. I mean, I remember reading that. <laughs> yeah, MD had a fucked up column. Yeah, that's it. only because Blackman is into that kind of stuff, though. <laughs> that's true, though. You know what Ian said is true, actually. that That's a really good point. Because people are like, oh, social media censors everything. But I'm like, you know what? If you're in a magazine, you couldn't say fucking anything. Yeah. Like now we have podcasts. You, where, we, but think about this. Think about the, Wait a minute. I, yeah, I had a flex. I had a weeder contract and an MD contract. But also think, about, think of like the amount of content we could put out instead of just a magazine or a DVD coming out like once a month or once but a not year. Even, I not posted even three YouTube videos this week. Not even just content though. Think of this. So we're on this podcast. We just talked about a cycle and how it should be, whatever. In the last podcast, we were talking about GH and how much you should take and blah, blah. You could never fucking do that in a magazine. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. if you did and if you did do it, it was ghostwritten by somebody and the people reading it probably wouldn't believe it. Anyway. That's what I was going to ask you. Did you, when I had, I had a weeder contract and I also had an MD contract at one point. I wrote all my columns. They tried to, the first time I signed with them, they called me to take my thing over the phone. And I said, I think it was Ron Harris. I said, I'm an educated man with a college degree. I don't need you writing my column, bro. That's said, fine. I, I wrote mine too, but they still had guidelines. I couldn't write, oh, I take fucking GH at fucking noon and I take it again at midnight. And I take, you can't do that. They no, they, I mean, a lot of times they gave me questions to ask or like, you know, I picked questions to answer. No, no, I know, but I'm saying like I had my own blog and I could yeah. write whatever I wanted. Well, we're sitting here on this I, talking about whatever the fuck we feel like. Right yeah. Now, yeah. You know? No, I like I like that part of it, but I don't like the sen- the the part where like everything's flagged. Okay, this is this is my opinion on it. There is no time in history where a fan has been able to be connected to their favorite bodybuilder as much as they are now and not only in terms of how much content they provide but because of things like this podcast people know their favorite person way more and they actually feel like they're friends with them you would never ever like i i was a fan before i turned pro reading flex magazines 
I never felt like I knew who Jay Cutler was or who Ronnie. No, Coleman I mean, and I or... respond. I respond to all my DMs on my YouTube. I respond to every comment. Like, yeah. you know, that's a level of interaction you never had until the last six, seven years. You know, I think there's yeah. a there's a prestige that comes with like being on the cover of We a Flex magazine or a MD or something, which is something I miss. But that's like the only thing. Yeah. Other other than that, it's like I think it's all positive, especially for the fans. This way. I agree. Yeah, and for us, and for us to make money, I mean, I mean, yeah. I would have never sold a single shirt, just you know, yeah. just last week because people like me, and you know, it's funny. I don't know how many of the of that shirts I sold. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, or or Ian Ian is selling gear that says Valier or yeah. Chris or 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 Guy. You know the the whole thing. Do it to the side. You yeah. Know? If that hadn't happened, and if that hadn't been put out on uh, Instagram all over the you place, that's why I'm famous now, you motherfucker. Exactly, yeah. it's a lot of the reason why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you forgot. There's no time better than the present. Yeah, to make money. You forgot a sock when changing for the gym. Do you train with one sock, train with no socks, or go home because above the above two are anarchy? No socks. How the fuck do you go? How the fuck do you go? to the gym with only one sock on. It's just a game. Yeah. Just play along. Okay. Zero socks. Zero socks. No socks. I, I You know how I, I train bad. You train with no socks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why you get the guys that fucking... I mean, I do, I do... Car, I've been doing cardio every day right now in flip-flops with no socks. Like, on a cardio bike? Cardio like that? On a bike? On, or the elliptical. I uh, couldn't do it on an elliptical with a flip-flops. It would, it would, no, it would, I don't it would annoy me. No, it's good. It's nice. I could do it on a bike because your feet don't like... They're yeah, fixed. that doesn't matter. On a bike, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it okay to drink fat-free milk on prep with whey protein? Oh no, it's gross. Well, if you fast, you know what water, you get... fucking pussy. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I always think it's funny when people say that. They're like, "You drink it with water?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like, I have That's been since. What... Hey, hold on. Actually, this goes back whole, to like the whole, the whole when I made the comment about like it being harder or easier. Like, and you were like, "Ah, oh, well, it should be like." What same. do you mean? Nobody makes it with fucking like people make it with no. I listen. I think I think bodybuilding should be hard in a sense of you should listen to exactly what your coach says. My yeah. only point was it doesn't have to be hell if you're making progress. No. Yes. Yeah, that's all. That's all I was saying. Like, if you're not making progress, then it's going to be fucking hell. You're going to have to just put your you know just shut the fuck up and do yeah. whatever it takes. That's kind of the point I was trying to make. But I'm sorry, Roman. Go ahead. You got. You could kind the of... irony here is the irony here is you're paying a lot of money for a product that has extracted all the protein from the milk, you know, and got <laughs> gotten rid of the lactose and all that shit. Yeah. And then you and pour then you're milk, add milk, milk back in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it tastes better with milk. That's their that's their excuse. Yeah, but if you're using fat-free milk, it's basically fucking water anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I've done, I've rarely done I've rarely done shakes with milk unless I was purposely trying if, to add if, calories. Look, this is the answer. If you're someone that wants to do it with milk, do your shake, take a little bit of ice and blend the shit out of it, make it nice, smooth, like frosty-ish kind of thing, and you're good to go. And then call yourself a girl and fucking go to bed. Wait, what exactly. was the answer? Just blend it up with ice and make a nice fucking frosty smoothie. If you gotta make it a frosty just to get that protein, it's insanity. The only time, wait a minute, you can add milk if you're trying to gain weight and you want calories. Oh, sure. Yeah. I would add milk. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, but he said on a diet. So sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. As yes. long, wait, as long as the milk, in a lot of cases, I think it's gonna make impact your digestion to the point that it's actually making you probably less food and less calories. So I probably wouldn't advise it unless you oh, have yeah. absolutely no digestive distress. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
Um, you guys always talk about fixing your waist when you review physiques. What are some ways to shrink or tighten a waist? Stop eating like an asshole. Yes. <laughs> Don't get fat and do and practice abdominal control at all times. Don't put ketchup on every meal. I think the second thing that Ian said is the most important thing. The thing that has made the, the biggest difference for me, how I've maintained mine while I've grown everywhere else, is I just never let my stomach relax. And it's become so that it's just second nature like right now sitting my stomach is like drawn in tight flat i'm never just like relaxed i can't i can't even like conceptualize just like letting it out it's just a secondary thought that just happens like breathing where my stomach just stays like that now you know so the first so i'll say the the best thing for somebody who doesn't already have a good waist is probably vacuuming (laughs) um the first time me and ian first time me and uh paul luke competed together at the arnold's he couldn't, he didn't have a, a vacuum at all. It was kind of, it was flat. It didn't distend, but it didn't have a vacuum. Yeah. He took that whole off season plus his entire next prep. And he said he was doing vacuums every single morning. And after his fifth meal, before he ate his last meal, he would do it. So he kind of did it with a full stomach and an empty stomach. And you yeah. guys saw the next time he stepped on stage was at the Arnold's again, where he took third. Front double and, was and wild. He was doing, yeah. When you, when you do that the, front the double, two, straight vacuum. The, the best, the two best things you can do for abdominal control like that. And just like strengthening it under like that is doing TVA. Yeah. Is doing your vacuums and doing planks. Do those exactly. every day and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who also, he also re- reduced his way at uh, waste. John Jewett. Oh Dude. yeah. The same oh, thing yeah. though. He, he told me the same, but he told me the same kind of recipe. Yeah. yeah, fuck. Yeah. He had a, he had a, like, sorry, John, he had a gut. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, uh, and then within a year or something like that, it shrunk. It, it looked like his, it actually his, his hip bones got smaller. So the last time I did, last time I prepped last year before I dropped out of that show, my waist had shrunk more than any other prep I did. I don't think it was just because I was a little smaller. I was doing vacuums every day, morning and night. And yeah. I think the, the problem with doing vacuums, I think for a lot of people that say they want to start them today is it takes months to see something like a John Jewett. Cause like you said, it took a year and the same yeah. thing with, with Luke is it took like a whole year for him to actually be able to vacuum. So yeah. I think if, if people have the patience, I think that's the best way to do it. But I think with John, I, I think John corrected his stomach, but he also lost size in other places too, which I think hurt him a little bit this year. Cause he was a little bigger structurally overall. I think, I think, yeah, I mean, it's a combination of things. Like, obviously, it's like hard to gauge, you know? Yeah. I mean, digestion. Luke Luke didn't lose any size though. No. Yeah. No, no, No. I didn't, no, no, I didn't say that. Yeah. And I think a big thing too, is just like, obviously finding foods that you digest optimally. Like if there's any foods in your diet that you're finding, even from a small amount of them are making you bloated or feel any kind of digestive distress, just get rid of them. Simple. There's no hard and fast rules of like you have to eat rice or you have to eat chicken or you have to eat this. If it doesn't work, don't fucking eat it. You know, you know what I found was actually was something that would, would bother me during prep was when I used to blend my shakes after the gym. Yeah. Because you don't think about it. You blend the shakes, all that fucking air. You yeah, blend yeah. this much liquid, but you're drinking this big of a fucking cup. Shaker cup. Stomach is filled with fucking air. So yeah. I try not to blend my shakes now after when I'm done training or if I blend it, I blend it quick, like a couple seconds and done. I find with a yeah. shaker cup, with a shaker cup, you eliminate that. Yeah. yeah. You just shake it and there's no bubbles. You just Done. fucking slam it. Yeah. 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 And then another thing, I got this from Phil Viz. He told me that when you take too much growth hormone, it actually somehow impairs your neurological function and it is harder for you to control your abdominal region 
I don't know how, how it does it, but he this said... This sounds like Phil Viz wizardry that I don't <laughs> yeah, How yeah, much growth know. are you taking? <laughs> he said, I, don't, I don't know what the, what the dosage was. I've never heard of that in my entire life. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. And well, I'm the smartest guy that I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> what do were you, you guys, all... Do you, another thing. Go ahead. Do Roman, you guys sorry. think that when you take insulin... That it actually somehow stores water, like in, in your gut, and when you stop. I think. Oh, I think. I think you hold a little. Film I think you do. I think you do, over. but not. No, like the, like inside. You know what I mean? I think you just store more water. Period. From all the period, carbs yeah. you eat. Well, yeah, because for every gram of carbs, you're storing water with it as well. Yeah. yeah. So if you're eating, you know, you're taking 10, 10 I use a slim. You're taking one hundred and ten or one hundred and twenty, one hundred thirty grams of carbs with it. You're gonna store more water everywhere. Oh, you forget. But it feels like it's storing it like in my in my in my belly i think you know it's I mean? from the, i think it's from the simple sugars because that's why that's why i stopped taking insulin because every time every time i took it i would just get bloated because yeah. all the simple sugars are you know you're combining your starchy and your your simple and your complex carbs together and i would just get bloated i'm like this fucking sucks yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Mm. uh what were you all like this, in high school we should all be natural it's way too complicated oh, fuck that <laughs> well what were you all like in high school were you popular did you get good grades Ian, were you popular? <laughs> uh, I was popular, yeah. Did you get good grades? Uh, I was like a, a very mediocre student, like a B. a B B student, you know, B minus student. But like, I was like the kind of guy that like procrastinated everything. I like fucking was, you know, doing drugs on the weekend, drinking with my buddies and smoking cigarettes between classes and like, you know. <laughs> sounds, sounds same. Guy, guy, were you popular in high school? Uh, yeah. You get good grades? Yeah. Like B's, A's? Yeah. Both? Yeah. A's and B's, <laughs> mostly. Roman? I always did just enough to get by. <laughs> and yeah, not just enough to be... Yeah, you know, just to pass. Yeah, just to, maybe a C, maybe a B. Yeah. Maybe in, in Germany, actually, it's uh, one is the best. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah, and six is the worst. Sounds like a panel of IPB judges. Yeah. <laughs> Were you popular and in high school? Um, I was indifferent with any with all the other. So I was like, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So I was just, and then for some reason, everybody always wanted to be my friend. I was like, you know, like probably because like you don't give a fuck. Yeah, I was like, like, like Switzerland. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't like affiliated with any group. <laughs> I was role. just doing my thing. Yeah, and then. Everyone was nice to me because I was just, you know, wrong. I've noticed, I've noticed in life that people always gravitate to the guys that don't give a shit. Yeah. More so than the guys that care too much. Yeah, yeah I agree. Right? I actually got, I, I went to a um, Catholic school freshman year and I, ha I fucking hated it. So I had no friends. I, cause like where I, they could recruit you to play football yeah. at a um, Catholic high school. So they recruited me to play ball. From in this high school, we literally went. It was the craziest thing. We actually went away to camp. Like in college, we like had college football camp and triples like on campus. When I was in high school, we drove like this huge bus like to the middle of fucking nowhere. weren't allowed to call anybody. weren't allowed to have our cell phones. Like they took everything from us. Like no communication to the outside world for um, sixteen days. Fucking in the middle of nowhere, training three times a day. First full pad practice. The fucking coach throws me the football 
And he's like, Sister Nino, throw the ball to so-and-so. And I'm like, dude, I'm like five feet tall. I'm like, okay. And I took the ball and I threw it. And he goes, all right, go with quarterbacks today. And I'm like, go with the fucking quarterbacks. What? I'm like, I, I never played quarterback in my life. They put me a backup quarterback, had no friends at the school. Got, I got bullied, but I, I don't, I didn't take bullying. So I, I constantly had like issues with everybody. So after that year was up, I fucking told my parents, I was like, I'm not going back to that school. I'm yeah. like, fuck, I'm not going, I'm that I'm done. And I went to my public school. What grade was that? Freshman. So is that the first, first grade, nine. grade nine? Yeah. With the way we do it here, it's K Freshman, through six, K through six, kindergarten through sixth grade is one school. Yeah. And then seven, middle eight. school was seventh and eighth. Yeah. And then high school was nine, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So ninth yeah, grade, I went like, I've been with all those guys from K through eighth grade. And then I went to a completely different fucking school where I didn't know anybody. Yeah. So I was like the odd one out. Yeah. So I just, I didn't get along with anybody. You were cool. You were cool in high school. Eh, um, yeah. I mean, I, I it was kind of like, there was two clicks. There was like the, it was like two different clicks. And I hung out with like a, more of a multicultural group. There was like a whole bunch of white guys that hung out together. <laughs> they were like, they were like these, just like all jocks. And then there was yeah. like this other group. And it was like, I, you know, I had a, one of my, my best friend was Filipino, uh, Chinese. It was like Italian. They were, we're all this other group that hung out together. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess I consider, I had a lot of friends in high school, but I didn't fucking apply myself at all. Like, the, like grade 13, I think I had something like 160 missed classes. Fuck, you're old. You had fucking OAC, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what? I, I was like, I was like two when they got rid of that. OAZ, yeah. what's that? OAC. OAC, it like, it's grade 13. Yeah. Oh. Our, our classes went to 12 and then 13. And then you went to university after that. Ah. So my last year, I just, I skipped a bunch of classes. I was kind of like Roman. I kind of just did enough to yeah. get a C or a B and fucking going to get by. So yeah. My dad would fucking, I was scared to death. Oh, my father. So I was always on the straight and narrow growing up. My parents didn't care as long as I didn't fail. Yeah. Uh, same. I mean, I, I mean, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me rephrase that. They fucking cared, but I was able to keep things hidden as long as I was passing. Nobody bothered me, but they yeah. def they definitely wanted more from me. But I just, of course, yeah. I didn't fucking, I didn't care, man. I, I'm not. An, I I just never liked school. Yeah. Even even in university, I was like, God, this, there was like two classes I liked: university history and fucking psychology. Everything yeah. else, I was like, this. What did you graduate stuff. with? I didn't. I left after two years. Oh. I did two years of uh, honors criminology because I wanted to be a, a cop, but I wanted to kind of move up in the ranks. So I did honors criminology, and then after two years, I fucking left. I was like, I'm just going to be a bodybuilder. I'm like, fuck it, I'm out. Hmm. I'm the same. So, yeah. Um, after finishing prep with the implementation of T3 and immediately transitioning to an off-season, should you keep the slight T3 dose or go off T3 in an off-season? Taper down to completely off. Taper down. I mean, depends. Are you keeping growth hormone in? Like, what are you doing with your GH? If you're using GH, that's going to affect if you're using T3 or T4. I mean, it, it's, uh, but yeah, general rule, hot, like, rule with T3 is taper off it. Yeah. yeah so but you never want to stay on that all year unless it's like, like medically necessity. Well, yeah. can I ask, actually, I'm going to ask you guys something about that. So, T3, I agree with Guy and any, and I would taper off and then go off. But when I'm on growth, I like using T4. Yeah, I do all the time when I'm on growth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's just a little, why, a little time. Now why, why I've never, why, 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 I've never heard that. Well, uh, what I heard and Ian can correct me if I'm wrong, but is when you raise your growth hormone levels, you want to raise your thyroid levels as well. Yes. And it, well, it can, it can cause suppression. So you want to just yeah. make sure that come up in conjunction with. So what do you use? Armor thyroid. It's I use synthroid. Synthroid. That's it. I yeah. think synthroid is armor thyroid. I think it's the same thing. 
Yeah, yes. just pharmaceutical T4. It's easier on the body than T3, right? Because T3 is the well, T4 is the precursor. Is that yeah, a, your body yeah. will convert the T4 to T3 as needed, where the yeah. T3 is already converted. Yeah. yeah. What are you looking up, guys? I have never. I is, have it, never is, it, is, is armor thyroid also called synthroid? Oh, oh, I don't know. What, what was that? I wrong? think they're the same thing. I, just have never, I have never used a T3 or T4 in my life, ever. Yeah, I mean, you probably but shouldn't. This is, the, <laughs> but this is the thing. Can I? I just want to make this point and see if, like, if, if you guys can correct me again if I'm wrong. But thyroid has a lot to do with your health and immunity as well. Mm -hmm. So I always felt like I don't want to suppress my thyroid. So it's, I don't want people to watch that are watching to get the wrong impression. I'm not taking the T4 because I want to be leaner in the off season. Absolutely I'm not. I'm taking the T4 so I can stay healthier in the off season. So synthroid is a synthetic compound identical to T4 yes. by human thyroid gland and armor thyroid is a natural product made from animal thyroid glands. Okay. So it might be healthier. I don't know. S similar compound just made, diff made differently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad we covered that. Uh, would you rather be four feet tall or an eight feet tall bodybuilder? Well, I can answer this one for you guys if you want to know. <laughs> four feet tall. No, feel free to swing that question my way. I'd rather be eight feet. You want to be four? I'd rather be eight feet tall. No, four feet. No, because at least I can go into like Formula One or be a good jockey or something, you know? Yeah, I can, have play, fun with I can play basketball. But it says bodybuilder. You're, yeah, yeah, but I don't, want, I don't want to play basketball. I want to be a fucking Formula One driver. So I'm taking the four feet after. But it says bodybuilder, right? It does say bodybuilder. I know, right? but I got to yeah. think of life after bodybuilding too here, you know? You're not going to survive bodybuilding. <laughs> don't, say, don't say that, Roman. Don't say That's that. True. That's true. That's very true. Roman, don't say that. <laughs> How do you wash your back when showering? I know I, I have a thing. I have a stick with a sponge on it. Yeah, Me a loofah stick. Lo yeah. Ian looks confused. The Ian doesn't wash his back. I wash the lower bit where I can reach. And the Ian's like this. What do you do to wash your back? Ian's like, <laughs> Melissa. Yes. Oh, you already <laughs> said, I wash the lower part I can reach and I leave the rest. <laughs> Before a show, when I need to exfoliate or like do stuff like that, I get Melissa in there and she'll like do my back properly. Yeah. Um, or like when I tan, like if I go to a tanning salon, I need to put tanning lotion on my back. Melissa comes in the room and puts it on for me. But other than that, I, I don't fuck around. Do you ever have the tanning girl put it on for you? No. Okay. I'm sure they would like that, but no. I'm just, I'm just checking. I'm just... <laughs> they probably charge. They charge you double, probably. Not in a sexual. What, they, give, they give me the not, tan okay. for free. Not in a sexual way. I'm just saying you're getting I ready mean for the, a contest. The, the lotion because they. Hey, have I'll go dry. tanning today. I'll go tan today, and I'll ask the girl here if she'll lotion my back for me. Listen, I didn't mean it in a sexual you, wait, way. You actually do that? I've I done do that. I, I've done really? that. That's why I said I don't mean it sexually. I mean like I'm getting ready for a contest. I don't have any oh, way yeah. to put the lotion on my back. Can you put it on my back for me? Well, no, I, I wouldn't have to see. I I wouldn't have the balls to do that. Why? I just wouldn't. I've I don't, I've done. I it, love man. how you pause for that when you know I'm taking a picture. You yeah. purposely <laughs> pause now every time. You just like time stops when you see the camera come up. I hate it when you take a photo because then you're gonna post it. And now people are gonna be like, "Where's Bro Chat?" No, the fans love it. The fans are like, "Thanks for updating me for the next Bro Chat coming yeah, out." Great, great. Um, anyway, Roman, do you think it's a big deal if the tanning girl puts lotion on your back? I can say this every. I asked Roman. I asked. I asked Roman. I don't care. No. Um. <sighs> I don't think so. Roman, a uh, guy, what were you going to say? You, 99% of, 90 of the girls that I dated would have fucked, would freak out if I got fucking 
tan, uh, tanning lotion put on my back by somebody else. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, ask, ask Melissa. Hundred percent. Ask Melissa. Problem. She, when she I was talking to Melissa, talk. she's right here. Yeah. She doesn't care, right? No. No. If a girl yeah. works at tanning salon, I'm like, hey, like I can't reach my back. Can you put it on? Like that's what I mean. Fucker. I'm just asking for a tanning fucking lotion on my back. That's, you know? Yeah. That's my whole point. Okay. Good. Yeah, it wouldn't work with me. <laughs> fucking uh, Italians. No, I didn't say me. I said <laughs> the girls that I dated. Be like, yeah, okay. What different advice? Uh, no. What's the best best or worst advice you have been given by a coach? Take a hundred units of insulin. A <laughs> hundred. That's pretty bad advice. That's bad. Yeah. Or are you saying that's the best advice? <laughs> no, it's the worst. Yeah, that's fucked up. Somebody actually told you that? Yeah, Milos. Oh, and he names them too. Isn't that his um, his selling point? That's his thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is his thing. I ready for this. I was ready. <laughs> We're ready. Get to it. I was dieting for a show back in two thousand and four, three, four. I was using a coach. He told me one of my meals was chicken, broccoli, and two rice cakes. And in the email, he specified. To crumble the rice cakes over the fucking broccoli. I think you and I, had no, and I had no fucking reason or understanding why, but I did it for like a week. So his name was John O'Regan. So I messaged, I finally John O'Regan, like, yeah. I'm like, John, I go, I, I like, why am I fucking crumbling these rice cakes on the broccoli? Because all it's doing is turning the rice cake into soggy fucking tasting oh. broccoli and it's gross. And he goes, Oh, I just thought you like it better. You know what? I'm like, there was you know no what? fucking reason behind that. Yeah. You just told you know me to what? crumble over my fucking broccoli. I thought there was like some scientific reason for yeah. the rice cake being crumbled and broken down on top of the broccoli that it digested a certain way. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll do it. So for a week, I was eating this soggy shit on my broccoli oh. until I realized the guy was just a fucking idiot and didn't know a goddamn thing about anything. And please leave this in because I hope he hears it. All right. <laughs> Roman, go ahead. You know what? Dallas. Dallas told the exact same Dallas story. Dallas worked with da- I, yeah. Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I, I told, told Dallas that story. story. Dallas. Yeah. Jesus. Hey, can I? It's actually interesting that we got into this. I want to, I want to, this is probably going to be a controversial topic, but I have to get into it. So I heard that Uh-oh. somebody had an athlete use, a female athlete, oh. use a shitload of DNP and a shitload of thyroid. And the person messaged me and they said, do you think you should out this coach, blah, 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 because of what he's doing and everything. And I'm like, look, this show is not about that. I don't, I don't, that's not why I do this podcast to like fucking out people and make people fucking shit on people. The point of the point of reason I'm bringing it up is why do people point to the coach and they're like, that coach is bad. That coach is this, that coach is responsible for this person's injury, blah, blah, blah. And they never point to the fucking person. That's like, sure. I'll take DNP and I'll take 200 micrograms of fucking T3 and all that because I'll tell you one thing, no matter what coach I ever had in my career, if they said, take DNP, I'd be like, I don't need to, I'm not taking it. Like you have to have a fucking brain of your own. It's like not yeah. everybody, everybody points to the coach and like, it's the coach's fault. And I'm like, what about the fucking athlete? We talked about yeah. this. Remember it, it's just like the same thing that happened recently to me. Like when I was told to take a, B and C and I'm like, ah, I don't think that's a fucking good. Like if you don't know your body well enough and you're doing things without any knowledge behind it, then I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's kind of shame on you but too. I'm- but I'm not talking, yeah, I'm not talking to the athletes particularly right now. What I'm, I'm trying to cover this as like our industry as a whole. Why are we always so quick to blame the coach and never blame the fucking athlete? Because coaches became such a big thing in this bodybuilding sport that the athlete claiming they have a coach 
it in a way in the public eye takes away from the athlete responsibility of what happens because, oh, this didn't go well because of this. Or this didn't go well because my coach had me do this. Huh? It's a scapegoat. That's what it is. Yeah, 100%. But that's like, okay, so let's, God forbid, if anything happened to Chris, you're not, you can't point to fucking Ian and be like, it's Ian's fault. Chris has a brain. Chris knows what he's doing. Chris makes his own decisions. Yes. So it's like, I don't know why our sport as a fucking whole is like, accountability bro as soon as somebody wait i have to say this also goes the other way too that a lot of times coaches who are very good coaches doing very safe protocols get athletes who do way more than they're recommended and then the coach will get shit on if something bad happens so say you get a client the coach says take you know quarter diazide they take two diazide they say take 200 milligrams of trend they take a gram of trend you know there's all the there's tons of people who are this all or nothing mentality then when their coach says take one, they take 10. Um, and then this is more common than probably the, the latter. The other way we're yeah. just talking about. Yeah. So I think people need to put a lot more ownership on the athletes and them being irresponsible themselves. Cause let's be serious. Bodybuilders in, as a whole can be extremely irresponsible and a lot, most of them know what they're doing. So, you know, obviously in this case, I, when, you know, when someone's saying a, a coach saying DNP, blah, 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 nine times out of 10, probably 9.5 times out of 10, the athlete is wanting these things and asking for these things and begging for these things. So, I mean, I think it's, people are so quick to blame the coach, but I think athletes are also reckless and irresponsible more than coaches generally are. And a lot more onus needs to be put on the athlete. Go ahead. I think, I think it's just the, the loser's mentality of today that it's always the other one, the other guy. It's always fault. someone else. It's, not, yeah. it's never your fault. Yeah. No. Nope. And and you see that. You see that. Like people that are successful, like Ian right now, and you, Fuad, or you guy, you can say, okay, this was my fault. Yeah. I I fucked up. I did that. People that are losers, that are just fuck ups. They're always like, yeah, that wasn't my fault. He now, taking personal and responsibility and ownership over your actions is yeah. is huge in terms of being, you know. What? Growth. In, in, in personal growth, right? Oh, you course. know, it, yeah. this is thing that, you know, I mean, and we've all been at parts where we were young and immature and we didn't take responsibility for things. And as you grow up, you realize like to really move on and grow as an adult and as a person, you need to take ownership for your mistakes and, and recognize them and grow from them, right? I've said this before about bodybuilders too. And, and was it not even excluding coaches? Like bodybuilders would do well in their careers and then they'll start doing poorly post-career or in their retirement. Maybe they're not making any money. Maybe they're unhealthy. And all of a sudden they're pointing the finger at bodybuilding. Yep. And I'm like, no, man. I'm like, you fucking knew what you signed up for. Yep. You knew when you fucking took the first shot. You knew when you fucking did the first show. When you were getting those fucking checks, that salary every fucking month from the supplement company, you knew what you were doing. Yep. yep. So you can't be like, now Now I'm that it's not there, you're yeah. bitter about it. Yeah, now I'm yeah. 45. So, well, there's a lot of people in this sport that have podcasts that are bitter about fucking not doing well in the sport and just bash the people in the sport in itself. Well, I mean, even like, exactly. even the stuff like, you know, like I hate to, you know, obviously he's a legend of the sport, but the stuff coming out like Ronnie Coleman saying there shouldn't be any diuretics in bodybuilding and, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 these things. It's like, yeah. And I understand looking back and hindsight being 2020, sure, we all know diuretics are bad, but when you were in the peak of your career slamming four Lasix to try and win the Olympia, you weren't thinking, oh, you know, this is bad. You were thinking, I want that paycheck. I want to be the greatest of all time. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Can I, you know? can I tell He's you guys a different tune? I'll tell you guys a quick story. So I think I was 38 at the time, maybe, maybe 37 or 38. I was in the hospital because I, I was really dehydrated one day. And I, I honestly cannot tell you why. It wasn't diuretics. It wasn't even like near a show. I think it was post-show. I don't know what happened. I, I think I was sick. 
with the flu or something. And I got extremely dehydrated. So I ended up in the hospital and they, they got me on like a, a take a line, an, IV drip. An, an IV drip. Yeah. Just to rehydrate me and stuff. Right. And, uh, I'm sitting there and I thought to myself, man, this fucking bodybuilding thing. I'm like, what did I, what am I, what am I doing? What did I do? Look at me. I'm in the fucking hospital. Right. And immediately my thought was, I snapped out of it. My, no, I snapped out of it. I was like, no, no, no. Wait a minute. You knew this day would come where things yep. may get fucked up for you. Like, and then I haven't said it since. Got to make peace with it. I haven't said it since. Cause I'm like, you knew. And, and I've said it. The funny thing is people say it earlier in their careers. Like I've done interviews where people are like, like in my early thirties or my late twenties, I've done interviews where people are like, Hey man, do you know, you know, this bodybuilding thing, it's dangerous. And I'm like, yeah, I've accepted the risks and this is what we do. And so it's easy to say when you're in it and you're not feeling anything, but then post-career, either when the money's not coming in or you're sick, now you have like this revelation of like, oh yeah, it is really bad. Well, you fucking knew it at the start. So you gotta, you, you know, you can't pick and choose you can't cherry pick what's situational like that. I That's look at it like this. It's like when you're when you're the athlete, you're like the quarterback, where like the coach gives you the play, but when you go to the line and you see what's in front of you, you're like, all right, this is what's happening. I can I can I can audible and change it because this is I know the game good enough to know that the coach wants me to do this, but I see what's in front of me and I know this is better than what he thinks because I'm in the fucking driver's seat. Yeah, but or, people don't like to question. They're co- and what I think I always tell my clients, if you ask a coach a question and they can't, after that with John, I told myself, if I ever ask a coach a question, they can't give me a fucking why to the question that I asked them. I don't want them as a coach. Yeah. But I mean, the, the, the other, the other part of it is kind of more what I'm getting at is if you do go to the line and you do accept whatever play the coach has called for you, that's your fucking responsibility. 100%. You fucking, yeah. you, you said, cool, I'm doing it. Yep. That, yes, you motherfucker. If something happens to you, yep. you end up in a hospital. My yes. my my first show ever, I worked with a coach and I was doing things that I knew weren't smart to do the day before the show. But in my head, I'm like, I know this isn't right, but I'm choosing to go along with it because I made it this fucking far. And it went horribly. And I was mad, but I was like, if I didn't go through it 100%, I wouldn't know who... You don't know what was right or what was wrong if you start pulling things at the last minute or start changing things. So I chose, you only get one shot at a fucking first time out at anything. You know, this is my first time being a pro and competing and it went shitty, but it's because I I listened to what I, my coach, and I knew I shouldn't have. And that was like lesson number, you learn lessons as you, you know, move along in the sport, but you got to be smart about it too. You can't be. I have a story. I have a story like that. I have a story like that. Okay. So, my, my the second the second show I did so the second second season the first show the guy that helped me he's like okay you're gonna take half a Lasix the day before the show 20 milligrams and I'm like yeah of course man and I'm gonna get really shredded so I took <laughs> three full Lasix the day before the show and another one the morning off holy fuck and I was I I was I man that's the speed I was, I was able to move. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the worst I, still, I, st- I, st- I still won. Okay. But see, in that I case, won. that's not, that's not on the coach. That's on the athlete. There, that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But, exactly. but, and a lot of people will do that and still blame the coach and not admit yeah. to doing what, what Roman just did. Yeah. yeah. All right. One more. And I, I got to run. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, okay. we'll do one more and then we're off. Yeah. Okay. 
can never talk again or can never have sex or jack off again. I'm fucked. I'm, I'm silent writing on paper for the rest of my life. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. If uh, I can't have sex uh, or jerk off, I can't have kids, and I want to have kids. That's the end of the hey, are, you right looking for, are you looking for a loophole with blowjobs? I found a loophole already. Yes. Is it blowjobs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna talk for the rest of my life, and I'm gonna get blowjobs every day. I'm cool. Yeah, but then for see for me, I, I want to have kids, and I can't get Melissa pregnant by busting a load in her mouth. So yeah, yeah you can. Was she gonna spit it back out? Bust a load. It bust a load. Get her to give you a blowjob. You bust a load, and you artificially inseminate. You're good. Does that work? I think you're. No, I think once. Am I wrong? Or once semen hits air, it like dies. It denatures it a lot. Yeah. No. Really? Right. It denatures it a lot. It's not going to kill it. Like no, because when you get a when you get your when you get your semen tested, you have to take it in a bag to the fucking place, so it's like it's still alive. Yes. No, but I think it, Ian, right? Once it hits air, like something happens to the seam where like it's, it's, it like surprises. Yeah, they'll only magically. survive and then they're only going to thrive so much in an open oxygen environment. Well, yeah, I never, okay, that's cool. But I'm yeah, saying but like, that's good. But I'm saying like, they're at, survive, right? but I'm saying like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's a survival thing. Yeah. Only the, you only want the good ones anyway. No, but that's true. Like he could be at the doctor's, get a blowjob, and then give the specimen to the doctor. Oh, you're gonna have yeah. a real fucking ha- you're gonna have a happy wife getting finger fucking finger banged for the rest of her life. Well, you you didn't say you can't fucking go down on her. That's true. You're that good, huh? I am, that, I am that good. <laughs> That's one of my favorite pastimes. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. It's cool. Uh, I'm down with that. See, we just both go down on each other, and I still get to speak. You're gonna be silent yeah. for the rest of your life. Who? Oh no! Yeah, I'm switching teams here. You're switching teams. Yeah. I convinced. I convinced Ian. No, I, 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 I knew you were going with the blowjob. This I, is I, the I first time in this entire podcast history I've been able to change Ian's mind. No, there's been a couple. Has there? Yeah, but usually on small things. You, this you, one, you know, I'm, you, I'm, know it took, <laughs> you know, it took a blowjob to change his mind. <laughs> Roman, you're going. You're going with the blowjob too. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. We're going to we're gonna let Ian go because he's got a show to do. Ian, you're off next week, right? I don't know. We'll see how I feel. I, I'm probably good. Okay, man. I'll shoot you a text. We'll figure it out. I got one more in the tank, I think. Yeah, okay, boys. We'll talk next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for watching. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and like the video. And if you get a chance, check out the description for all the different links to all the different places you can find Hostile and myself. And lastly, check out Hostile.com for our new line of supplements and all of our apparel and gear. Thanks again for watching.